welcome to AGF Weekly. I'm your host, Wolfie. And I'm here. I'm Joe. I'm here. <laughs> I'm, oh, a, I'm a person. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of here. Somehow. <laughs> and Michael. Um, and today we're going to talk about our... Um, what are you laughing about? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm still here. <laughs> um, this is episode ten, which is cool. I think that we've made it ten episodes without quitting. We're we're almost a fifth of the way um, into a whole year's worth of episodes. Wow, sounds nice. kind of crazy. I feel like we should have bought a cake. <laughs> no, you had a cake last week. Um, that was pie. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna talk about our uh, our top like ten to twenty favorite games of all time, not the best games of all time, definitely because Mario Sunshine's on this list. My list is what I deem to be the most influential, but I'll, I'll explain. Yeah, that, that works. I'll explain that later. Yeah, yeah, that's about that's about how I went for mine. Yeah, as it's, well. it's kind of weird. I didn't want to go favorites because it's just too hard to pick a favorite game. But yeah, um, Wolfie, well, what did I've, you do this week? Um, well, <laughs> if anybody else saw on social media. On either Snapchat or Instagram, um, a freaking snake crawled in our house <laughs> through the basement window. Yeah, it's it crawl. Slithers. Right? Slithers. It's slithers. Well, I don't know. He Snakes like, slither. He like shoved his way through the window over there because it's like broken and there's like a board over top of it. So I was like, like laying in the bed, and I was like, ah, finally time to go to sleep after being up for 24 hours, <laughs> like I did on Friday. Um, and I hear something fall in the other room. I was like, that's probably the cat. It's like, wait a second. No, Tiger was outside. Hmm. Okay, I'll go check it out. <laughs> so I went over there, and I saw something something on the window. I just thought it was. It looked like a like plastic bag, like 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 a black garbage bag had been put up put up on the window. So I just kept looking around, and then I look, and I was like, oh, that bag's moving. I was like, oh, the bag is a snake. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, so like, I grab grab my phone real quick and I open Snapchat just because. That I was just gonna send it to my my family, um, and I was like, "Hey, so I'm down here, and there's a snake coming in the window." That must have been a heavy snake if you heard it drop. I, there was something that dropped because it was like still like squeezing through the window when I went over there. It was like halfway through the window, so I don't know if it if it was the sound of like the wood coming loose on however my dad had put it in there, or there was like something else that had fallen. I don't know. But so did you panic? Um. Well, I left. <laughs> I left the house and I went and stayed at uh, stayed at my girlfriend's house instead. <laughs> so whoa, 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 whoa! So you just left? You left? You didn't? You didn't try to take care of it, Wolfie? Well, by the time <laughs> that I could get like my thoughts together, it was already like up, like in the um, it's I guess it's, it's not really like a rafter, but like, but like in between the ceiling and the floor, and it squeezed <laughs> through like all the insulation up there, and I was like, I was like. Yeah, I'm not. I can't even climb up there if I wanted to into the corner to grab a snake. So you were afraid to sleep in the house? Well, sounds like a cheesy horror movie. Here. Yeah, right. Just Snakes locked in a, house. in a house with one snake. <laughs> it's just me and snake and a cat. <laughs> um, sounds like a new show. Sounds like I mean, a terrible this show. This fall on NBC, a oh snake. God. A wolf and a cat. Wolfie oh. pitch that idea for our next next <laughs> week when we have to do a movie again. Oh, oh my gosh. Um, I'm giving you a zero rating if that happens. Oh my god! <laughs> um, but I even like I called my dad. I was like, "Hey, yeah, so there's a snake that just crawled in the window." And he's like, "He's like a snake." I was like, "Yes, a, a snake. Yes." <laughs> well, I don't know what to do. He's that like, was a big snake. Too. Yeah, it was. It, it, it was like five small. feet long. <laughs> was it was like, not small. 
Um, yeah, I, I think I probably would have panicked too. But I, my message to you was that you should have just lopped its head off with a machete. <laughs> That's what I said. I said, I said, should I kill it? And he's like, no, you don't have to kill it. Just grab it. I was like, I can't find it. It's in the ceiling and it's gone. I like pulled the insulation out and it wasn't there anymore. I was like, this thing's in the wall. I don't know where it's at. And I'm not staying here to have it drop on my head while I'm sleeping. So it, it probably uh, wasn't poisonous. Well. I don't think it was. was no, like, I didn't it was just run like a black snake. Well, it was, I don't know. Yeah. Some big black snake. I don't know. Nothing that I'd ever, I'd ever seen. Uh, Sneem. Seen before. It's um, only said sneen. I'm sorry. It's, whatever, just, whatever. it's such a good word. Never sneen before. Sneak, sneen a snake. <laughs> sneen a snake. Hey, that's it's, pretty sneet. It's pretty sneet. Kentucky talk for sneen um, a snake. <laughs> no, but I left and I was like, I'm not sleeping here. You guys will have to deal with that because Shannon and Arona had left to go get Charlie with my parents because they're camping. Um, and then Ronan had to go to work that night, <laughs> so Shannon was just left here by herself, I think. Um, and she took care of it. Yep. She, she grabbed it by the and just threw she it out. She manned up, and like, she threw it out of this house. I just get like a unlike sn- Wolfgang over here. She turned well, into Steve Irwin, <laughs> grabbed it by the tail, and flung it out. I don't, Crikey, I don't know how she grabbed it. I don't think she really even knows how she grabbed it. Um, but Did we get like a Snapchat. Out? Um, well, you grab it by the tail and then you chuck it. <laughs> no, you grab it like at the back of the head, right? I don't know. Okay, I, I've seen Steve. Steve <laughs> you're Irwin the one gra- that you're the one that's like, no, you grab it by the tail. Steve like, Irwin, that sounds like a good Steve way Irwin to get always grabbed him by the tail, man. He'd grab it by the tail and keep a distance. Yeah, and then yeah. I feel like it depends on the length because if it's longer yeah, it than your arm, it snake. could just still. <laughs> Just Google it. How do we pick up snakes? <laughs> hey, Alexa. Or hey, Google. What is it? Hey, Google. How do you pick up a snake? No, it's not calibrated to your voice. Sorry. Oh, ask Google then. <laughs> ask Google. Hey, Google. We get like a Snapchat from Shannon. It's just like one of those ones of just like from the nose up. It's like, she's like, she's like, I don't know what, how I just did it, but I found the snake and I picked it up and threw it out the door. So she like, I guess she went to come down here to do laundry. Um, and it was like at the top of the stairs and the cat was like batting at it, um, <laughs> trying to eat it or something. Oh my And goodness. somehow she managed to pick it up and throw it outside. So what would you have done if the cat was being eaten by the snake? It wasn't that big of a snake. It could have so. been. I guess <laughs> if it was that big of a snake, I would have called the police <laughs> if it was big enough to eat the cat. Um, like there's a python in my house for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez! no but that was about the excitement that i had see that's how i would have recounted the story is that it was a python it was massive well, that's why i ran away and hit like a girl i didn't hide like a girl because it's not like i went to run in screaming out i went i went nah i'm just gonna leave i'm not i'm not tired yet i've been like i was up by more than 24 hours at that point but i was like i could fourth wind has got me i can drive I could drive an hour. I'm just going to let a tiny woman handle the snake for me. I wasn't headed. No, because she wasn't even here. I was like, I was like, she probably won't even come home. Now that she knows there's a snake, she'll go stay at her house. So. You know how like, you watch a video on the internet and it's like a spider or a snake and you start getting these feelings on you? As soon as I saw Wolfie Snapchat, I was laying in bed and it was creeping me out. I was like, I texted him. I was like, please tell me you took care of that snake. He's like, like no, I left. left. <laughs> I was like, oh, great. My boss is going to get bit on the podcast. I had a bunch of people uh, like message me. Like about this thing, they're like just burn the house down. Dude, that thing was huge. Michael, what would you have done? What would you would you have faced the snake? 
Honestly, I probably just thrown stuff at it. <laughs> <laughs> what happens if I throw this at it? Jeez. I don't throw know. Throw a shoe till if, it dies. Yeah, I'd be too afraid to grab it because I know they can like jump the length of their body and that snake was huge. <laughs> so if I tried to grab it or something, it would just, just jump, turn jump around into the and camera. bite my neck. And since Wolfie was here by himself, I'd just die alone. Jeez. <laughs> if I wouldn't have spent so much done? time taking a video, I probably could have smacked it with something. But I, I also didn't want to have to like kill it for no reason. I'd have found a hatchet. Oh my god, a hatchet. <laughs> and I chopped its head off. By the no, time you would have found a hatchet, right. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, Peter's going to boycott us, by Video the way. First. <laughs> I can't wait for Peter to start protesting us because I just lobbied for chopping snakes' heads off. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm Should have captured and made it our mascot. I'm not a oh. fan of snakes. I, just, I will say it. I'm not a fan. Um, I would I would gladly kill one if it was in my house. Welcome to, to AGF Snakely. <laughs> 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 Are we having the cage right here? Oh, it just slithers around the whole time. <laughs> I had a wasp in my house last week. Oh, gross. Oh, man, yeah. My dog was trying to fight it. It was, uh, my, for some reason, my dog wasn't winning. I And my dog is, like, 70 pounds. Yeah. Yeah, and I, you'd think she would have a chance, but she was not winning. She was batting at it. She was biting at it, and it just kept, like, swooping in at her, and it spooked her. Hmm. And so well, she, dogs can't really, like, swat, like, we can't fly. They're like, they're, like... <laughs> yeah, it's it's not quite as uh, agile, but she does, elbows quite the right she way. She <laughs> does try to like come down on it, like with her paw, to try to hmm. squish it because she kills spiders that way and she eats them. Um, I really want to adopt Joe's dog. So, yeah, <laughs> Michael, yeah Michael likes my dog. dog. It was my little buddy. Wolfie does not like Toki. I, it's not that I don't like your dog. It's just I don't really like dogs. Yeah, Toki. Your dog is perfectly fine. Toki dog. is a beautiful golden retriever Labrador mix, and she loves Wolfie, but Wolfie does not love her. She'd keep going up to Wolfie, like giving them puppy dog eyes like, to rob her, and mm-hmm. he's just like, nope. He's like, nope, sorry. And she would like lay her head like right in front of him, ready to Good get like, a pet. Pat, like, pat, pat, shoe. <laughs> Wolfie you. would be like, how can I torment her? <laughs> how, what kind of thick gust of wind can I blow in her face? <laughs> oh, yeah. I was blowing that, was blowing that uh, I don't know what it's called. The, it's like a little dust wood. thing. The lens dust cleaner yeah. thing. Yeah. She's on blowing that. <laughs> She's on. I guess Chomping. according to uh, one of my siblings, though, it's called a snot sucker because it's used for babies to snuck snot. Not that thing, though. Out of their, yeah, but not that particular one. Not that one. That but that's gross. what they're made for, I guess. Yeah, like the blue ones that look like water yeah. towers. But it's like, so uh, someone's like, use a snot sucker on your lenses. And I'm like, it doesn't, this one isn't for snot. <laughs> <laughs> that thing, it's, got, it's like this big around on the end. That would, that would be awful to shove up your nose. <laughs> my mom, My mom said... She said what they used to do is you just use your mouth to suck all that out of your child's mouth or your child's what? nose. It, well, oh, like back before that uh, existed. Uh, <laughs> oh. I guess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Got Joe. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm trying not to get sick. That just made me queasy. Aren't you glad you live in the 21st century, uh, Joe? I'm not, the kid was just going to die. <laughs> I'm sorry. They couldn't just use a piece of paper? A piece of paper? What do you think? A child can't blow their nose? A baby? Yeah, but you could dig up there with it and get it. You don't have no, to this is like, put your mouth this on This is like it. thick snot. That's why they have the, the suckers, so God. they can yeah. s- just suck it all out. That is... Oh my gosh, so gross. Wow, that's one. <laughs> that, how does she know that? Because she was born in the 60s? Or no, I hold on, hold on. Know. Let me get this right. It was this, it was seventy. She was born in seventy. Rachel um, Wolfie just called you a lot older than you are. Right, right. She was born a year after the moon landing. A year after the moon. That's landing. the only reason I remember her birthday. Are you just are you telling <laughs> everybody your mom's age right now? I don't think she cares at all. <laughs> she told us for the longest time, like when I was like six, that she was twenty five, and I believed her. 
I was like, yeah, my mom is 25. And then my aunt was like, you know, that would have made her like, like 12, right? <laughs> when you were born. I was like, oh, you're right. My mom is Wait, lying. She told you when you were six that she was 25. I got the, I got the numbers wrong. Oh, okay. Don't worry. I didn't. <laughs> okay. But it was like something like that. When I was, um, and then my, my aunt she was 25 for so long. Yep. That's really funny. Yeah. See, I was, my parents are a lot older. Like my parents are in their sixties, like mid sixties. Wow. Yeah, Joe. Well, good thing you didn't wait so long to have a kid. I guess. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> my kid will get to meet my, meet the grandparents. I guess. Aww. Hopefully. <laughs> um. Um. Yeah. <laughs> what, did, what did you do, Joe? Uh, this week uh, we got to, or I got to do a little bit of behind the scenes footage with the Middletown Police Department. We yeah. are coming up on the one year anniversary of the lip sync video, and uh, we're in the voting for. And then for the one and a half yeah. year anniversary, there'll be a CBS show. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, CBS is doing this lip sync to the rescue thing, and uh, they've got Cedric the Entertainer set to uh, be in it. And is. CBS has contacted us and asked us to shoot some B roll. So. Um, or they contacted MPD and MPD was like, we don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> so yep. they called me and, uh, so we went Have in, you ever heard, we shot heard some of, stuff. What, what is brawl? Brawl. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we sat, we did some talking heads and stuff with iPhone and like, that's what, cause CBS wanted it all done on an iPhone so that the departments would all have the same quality, I guess. So, uh, you know, you know me, I put up my iPhone with a, with a, <laughs> with a gimbal and, uh, uh, put a boom mic into my iPhone. Oh my God. And it was like an, the most overkill iPhone <laughs> setup ever. Um, but we had a good oh, time. Shoot. We got to, I got to spend the day hanging out with, uh, Shelly from the MPD as well as, uh, Terry and, uh, Detective Brandon Hiley. And yeah. we had a good time, shot some good stuff, some funny stuff and whatever doesn't pop up on CBS will release later. And sounds good. It'll be some really good stuff. I think you'll be you'll like it. Do they do they own that footage? I do you have think that's probably no how they go? <laughs> like are we idea. even allowed to post I it? I think whatever they don't use we we own for sure. Okay. I mean I shot it and they they haven't asked me to sign a release. That's, so yeah, I guess that's true. Uh yeah. what's funny is CBS has yet to ask me for a release for the video to be on CBS lip sync to the mm-hmm. rescue, but they asked MPD for a release. Yeah, he's like, jokes but on you, the MPD jokes, doesn't own the yeah, video. Yeah, jokes on you, MPD doesn't own the video. Yeah, they, and MPD knows that now. Yeah. We, we don't get mad about it and stuff. No. Like, I want it to be on the show, and I'm not going to... CBS, we're going to sue you. Yeah. <laughs> no, joking. If you're listening, CBS, we're not going to sue you. Please no. include but please send show. us a release, because it is ours. <laughs> yeah. It it's is our theirs. video. You know, it is... Can't screw us out of our... Of our videos <laughs> it's i mean we'll we'll gladly let you air it for free that's fine <laughs> we're glad you want it to be a part of it so michael what'd you do this week not much man i was gonna ask though speaking of suing how's our john wick video going uh oh. they still haven't responded i think they have till wednesday because it said 10 to 14 days to respond yeah. that would be um two weeks ago on wednesday so We'll see. Still have gotten into the emails. They so won't. Yeah. they won't respond. YouTube will just It'll go back it up away. and then they'll they'll try to take it down again, I'm sure. If if there's if they yeah. have a problem with it, I guess. I don't know what it's oh, the most shoot. uneventful uh <laughs> copyright strike ever. Yeah. <laughs> we wish it was dramatic. It's not a copyright but... strike, it's a copyright takedown. Yeah. Well no, we got a strike. Yeah. YouTube gave us a strike for it. You listening, YouTube? We're here on your platform. You don't hear us. <laughs> Why'd you make that? Nobody's you listening. You don't love us. You don't feel for That's us. Right. <laughs> Joe's gonna bust out into like eighties love songs right now. 
You don't, don't. know me. <laughs> Can't say anything. Next week, we're going to get our video melody. taken down by uh, Universal or Sony. This is our musical called YouTube Doesn't Love Us. jeez. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. So oh, we did, we did try today? a bunch of sodas. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, well. yeah. So, uh, so coming soon, we won't tell you what's in them, what we cover, but coming soon. We drank some start, pop. <laughs> yeah, we, we drank some soda on camera for you, oh. the viewer. <laughs> Nobody's so, going to watch it, but enjoy. that's all right. <laughs> it's okay. All, all 10 of you can watch it Woo. together on a viewing party. party. Maybe yeah. even drink viewing a party. soda with us <laughs> yeah. while you watch it. Oh, yeah. Oh. But yeah, we, uh, we try some rare, interesting sodas, and uh, we're going to, you know, do some more content like that here and there. And. Just and we got candy, and then Joe left my candy at his house. Whoa, 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 hold on. You left your candy at my house. I just forgot to bring it to you on podcast day after you left it at my house. Should have just left it in your car. Yeah, but it was hot, like 95 degrees out. Do you want it to melt? Oh, like suckers are going to melt that are made of pure, pure sugar? They could. Probably not. They would have been fine. Yeah, I don't know. I just didn't want to risk it, man. I didn't want to be That's all responsible right. for your candy. Then I would have ended up with a whole bu- a bucket of full melted of melted sugar. <laughs> melted sweet tart uh, uh, suckers. Dude. Man, those things are so you good. You just talking about melting. That reminded me. I watched this video the other day of this guy who did a... Uh, 10,000 degree knife versus... <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he actually made a real pool full of gelatin or jello, but like actual jello consistency. Hmm. Was it... Um, um, Mark Rober? Yeah, I think that's his name. Yeah. I love that guy. <laughs> oh, he's amazing. He only makes, you know, a video a month. Yeah. And it's like always something super elaborate. But he was like, he said, we wanted to have a jello pool party. Yeah. <laughs> so he said it was gross because they just used uh, oh, like yeah. unflavored well, gelatin. They just y- colored it. Yeah, red. they didn't use sugar because they, I mean, they didn't want to waste sugar. Yeah. Because it would have taken a lot. So much. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, oh, he said it tasted awful. Yeah. But, it's man, pretty cool, though. It was funny. It was very the funny. The video he did, um, it was just cool within the past couple of days was like um, um, using like a machine learning learning algorithm to like figure out like yeah, yeah. like baseball base stealing signs yeah. in baseball. However, and I it can't, like works super well. It does work really well. I can't imagine uh, that ever being legal in any baseball league, though. I mean, they're allowed to watch it and make guesses. Yeah, but you're not I'm allowed sure to there's... use cameras to steal signs in most leagues. So if using your phone to steal mm-hmm. a sign could cause that. Right, so Shannon showed up. Um, Tell us about how you manned up and faced the snake, unlike Wolfie. Um, So I came in um, to the living room, and then I walked into the kitchen, because I was offering my friends, like, something to drink. And I was like, um, one of my friends goes, what does your cat, like, what does your cat have? And I'm like, I don't know, it looks like a dirty sock. There's sometimes laundry (laughs) hanging around, so I'm like, oh, it looks like a dirty sock. But it was, like, discolored, kind of, so I was like, it's probably one of Ronan's socks. Second then, rose. Ew. Yeah, I was like, it's probably one of his. He wears his too long. They found so. a poop sock. A poop sock. <laughs> poop sock. The poop sock. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a whole other podcast, apparently. Wow. No, right. no, that's um, a joke. It's okay. A, like a, a, a TikTok thing, for some reason. I don't know. I don't oh. know where it comes from at all. Okay. It's not. A, it's not. A, Shh, a, shut pro- up and let her finish. I <laughs> so I was like, I was like, oh, that yeah, that looks like a sock. So you know, it wasn't moving, so I didn't think anything of it. But then all of a sudden, like, I saw it. Like she backed up a little bit, and then like I saw it, and I was like, that's. There's no way that's the snake from the video. I'm like, there's no way that it's sitting by the basement door. And like they go, oh my god, it's a snake. And I'm like, oh my god, the one time that my friends come here and there's oh a snake, and Bunny, Bunny was attacking it, <laughs> attacking it. Because your dad called me and was like, are you sure, like, Bunny was snacking? I was like, I know it was Bunny, and I'm surprised, too. But... Was the snake even fighting back? No. 
It was just, no, just, just taking it. It was literally. It was acting like it was dead. Care of it. Yeah, really. It was acting like it was dead. And then all of a sudden you see blood on the floor and I'm like, I know that's not bunnies, it's gotta be the snake because she was taking oh it by the tail and dragging it everywhere. <laughs> oh, shoot. She like, may have oh killed it. Maybe the snake was dead. No, it was alive. It was because alive? when I picked it up it was trying to like slither out of my the cloth that I but had. The good news is snakes are blind. So it wouldn't I, have seen you. Yeah, snakes really? are blind. You did not know that? Yeah, blind. snakes are blind. They cannot see. They, they, they smell where they're going. What? I yes. did not know that. That's true. I that is 100% true. If, if they're blind, why do they have eyes? If they're all blind. Dude, I don't think they're that's blind. True. <laughs> I think maybe like they can barely see. That's why they smell. Yeah. They, we'll have to fact check that one later. Fact check. <laughs> Ask Google. No. <laughs> but uh, so I. I was shaking and everybody else was shaking and I'm like, okay, so I don't know what I got to do, but I'm assuming I'm just going to take a cloth and like put it in it and just like grab it. And then like, I literally took it outside and I just like swung it and it's in, it went in the backyard. How did you grab it? Did you grab it by the tail or the neck? No, I took the cloth and I laid it on it and just like scooped it. Oh, like a big so was, ball. Yeah. Oh, so okay. I just, cause it was all wrapped, wrapped around itself. Mm. Because it was, I think it was just trying to play dead. Once it heals, but it's going to come back for round yeah, two. Yeah, it's going to bust in the door. That's why your dad called me and he said, <laughs> like, um, you, need to, you need to tape the window. window. And I haven't yet, so. Me neither, so. <laughs> I, I was wondering how you were sleeping down here knowing that the snake was in there. I did and I left. I went to Caitlin. Of course you left it for everybody else in the house. <laughs> Nobody was here, so I was like, it doesn't matter, I'm just going to leave. Like Shannon knows the snake here. She's not going to spend the night which, after she picks up Charlie. So I did. Well, I was here. You were not at least all snakes all the are way blind. Upstairs. But I, I found out. There you go. Fact not check. all snakes are blind. <laughs> a fact checked. Just Some with, snakes are blind. Just like I have the advantage. <laughs> snakes are blind. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should have believed it. So that yeah. way, it, if snakes are blind, they're less scary. Right. True. It's funny though. It made it up one flight of stairs. I might have like, made it up another it? and then all the way over to the... What if it's just really climbing on the outside of the house right now? Oh, probably shit. is. It's just leaving streets of blood. Smell his way back in. But, yeah. Michael's, like, spooked now. He's, like, oh, looking like, around. He's, like... He's, like, got I, I, <laughs> I was I was waiting to, like, feel, like, something on the bed and then I was, like, I was gonna be out of here. You if were gonna wait till then no. to do something? I mean, like, tonight, like, this past... Last night. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, I don't think it's in the house. His answer was, but if I feel I'm going to go to anything, Caitlin's I'm house instead of. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, let Shannon and the baby come home and whatever. But I'm going to let it get eaten by. He was going to let Charlie get eaten by the snake. Mm-hmm. That's what he would have let happen. Again, Best uncle snake, ever. That snake was not big enough to eat Charlie. It was, it was huge. It wasn't big enough if to If you're listening, back a, it was cat. massive. Yeah. It was big enough to eat a cat and Charlie combined. Mm-hmm. It's huge. Yeah, Shannon knows. She faced it. I faced it myself. I did, and it was it was a big in. <laughs> Shannon would know because she didn't run away. I didn't. I also didn't run away. <laughs> well, now, time you guys have a snake problem, you're just gonna call her mm-hmm. over. Hey, hey, if I have it? a snake at my house, will you handle it for me, Shannon? Absolutely. I actually awesome. really like snakes. Oh, that's so good. I didn't mind it, but I was he, like, Wolfie was, was convinced that you would be afraid. Yeah, I because like I get. I mean, I'm still nervous. There's snakes, yeah. but like if I have to do it, I'll do it. I don't care, but. I was like, you might as well just burn down the house. If it's in there, it's in there. Yeah. It's its house now. It was in the wall, so. Shannon is now the do. snake wrangler. I am. That's her name. I am. Snake wrangler. All right. Go take care of Charlie. Oh, I guess I Thank you. We'll credit thanks you on, on this here. episode. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for being here and sharing your snake stories, Shannon. Shannon's Instagram username is? Shan Callahan. Shan Callahan. There you go. That's right. That's Follow her on Insta. Follow me. All ten of you. <laughs> We'll be going to check. <laughs> nope. Is uh, Ronan going to uh, no, join us? Asleep. 
see what a loser. There we go. I got some props. Since we're going to be talking about video games. We're going to play with toys on so, camera. So, how do you no. want to handle the list? Did each um, of us want to go down the entire list of ours? Do we want to go back and forth? Why don't we, why don't we do forth? our top ten countdown, and we each just share, like, on number ten, we each share what we listed for number ten. Yeah, yeah, that's That'd what I was going to say. We, yeah. each, we each do number ten, nine, eight, go seven, around, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Um, I guess I'll mention some of the games I have that did make my top ten first. Um, going from, from 20 up to 11, um... We'll just go through this quick, like, so we don't have to talk about, like, the reason for, you know, 60 different games. We could just talk about the 30. Um, so I've got Wii Sports slash Wii Play. That's number 20, um, which is surprising, I'm sure. Um, Jackbox, Splinter Cell, Pokemon Y, Animal Crossing New Leaf, Mario Galaxy, Pokemon Yellow, Luigi's Mansion, Smash Brothers Melee, and Mario Kart DS slash Double, Double Dash. All right, and I'll, some of the games I have slashes. <laughs> I'll, I'll list my uh, my non top ten. Okay, uh, I had Hitman Blood Money. There you go. Uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Two. I had Mario sixty four, Spider Man PS four, Batman Arkham City, Medal of Honor Frontline, Zelda Wind Waker, Modern Warfare Two. Wind Waker didn't make your top ten. The Last of Us and the Grand Theft Auto series. I couldn't pick just one Grand Theft Auto for the top twenty, um, but I thought. You know, their contribution to open world gaming mm-hmm. kind of couldn't be ignored. Yeah. Joe and I had two similar ones that weren't in our top 20. Yeah, go ahead and list your... It was Wind Waker. <laughs> <laughs> Wind I Waker had, was almost in my top 10. It was It's so good. I had uh, Destroy Humans, Path of the Furon, Assassin's Creed Black Flag, Call of Duty Black Ops, Rift Faction Guerrilla, Batman Arkham City, <laughs> Scarface, Uncharted 3, Sims 2 Castaway, Hitman Blood Money, and God of War 3. Man, Arkham City is so good, by the way. I'm replaying it right now. I didn't even think about that. I was like, oh, man, those games are really good. Arkham City's (laughs) my favorite. There's so many good games. (laughs) It's hard to make make a superhero game needs to take note from the Arkham series because that's a way to do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I even see influence from and when I'm playing Spider-Man 4 right or Spider-Man for PS4 right now. Uh, it reminds me a little bit of like Arkham City. Yeah, the, com- some of the, gameplay. the like combat beat 'em up stuff. Yeah, is it's pretty, very similar. It's yeah. uh, the investigative type stuff feels like that. Um, so for my top ten, I'll explain kind of what I did here. I tried to focus on not necessarily they had to be games that I played. Um, mm-hmm. They had to also be, yeah. Well, my like, favorite game is a game I've never well, played before. Well, we've talked about top ten games of all time and stuff like that, but it's top ten of what we've played that we loved or that we thought were influential and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. And so you know, when we list what game it is, kind of tell why it is in your top ten. Let's, yeah. Uh, well, did you have anything that you wanted to like specifically point about any of the games that you had in your eleven to twenty? Um. Uh. MW2 almost made top 10. Modern Warfare me. 2? Yeah, Modern Warfare 2 is one of my all-time favorite games just because it was... Mm-hmm. Uh, but it wasn't, like, influential in the way that it... Ch- it didn't, like, really change anything about the gaming industry other than maybe it made multiplayer more popular. Well, do you mean influential but, on the on the whole, like, video game market or influential on yourself? Uh, on the market, I don't think it was as influential on the market as some of the things in my top ten. No, I mean like like you said, like most like when when you just like gave like a description of what are the top um, ten is. Do you when you when you said inf- influential influential on both myself and the okay. market? So okay. uh, I try. I have a little bit of everything, and that's why I'll go in a little into it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you want to start with your number ten, Wolfie? Well, 
I wanted to point out real quick because I just had I for for number eighteen I had Splinter Cell, um, which I, I I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure that I would be doing what I'm doing now if it wasn't for Splinter Cell. That's why it's important to me. Are you I that was kind a of special. secret government spy? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I just I believe. <laughs> no. Um, Splinter Cell was the game that um, <laughs> that Brad Reekman introduced me to. Um, that like led to us like. I've like, still never met Brad Reekman. Yeah. If you're you probably, listening, you Brad. Probably won't ever, I hi. Um, hey. But hey, um, <laughs> that's that's the game that like <laughs> that got us into writing scripts. Um, like our old script. Well, it's right, it's right there. It's that one that we'll read someday. <laughs> we'll do a table read for. We're gonna it. do a table read one day. Um, be fun. I'm actually looking forward to that. So, like, without that game and without Brad, I don't know if I'd be doing like this and filmmaking and news. So it's wow. like, like that one's definitely important, but not quite like on my top top ten. Do you guys have any any cool stories like that for your other? If you're not um, top tens for my not top tens. Uh, Mario 64 was, like, one of the first games I ever played. Um, I feel sorry. Why do you hate Mario? You've never even played Mario 64. He's never played Mario 64, but he hates it. He always tells me how he hates it. It's just, it's not a good game. It just doesn't hold up as well, but it's, it changed. That means it's not a good game if it doesn't hold up very well. It doesn't hold up as well as other Mario games, sure, but it changed the way Mario games were made. Yeah, I mean, it changed, it changed everything about video games. But it still doesn't make it mean it's a good game to Why play now. It's still pretty good. I don't know. I, I've played it recently and it was still pretty good. I'll be the tiebreaker. Let me play it. Okay. Have you never played it? No. Oh, it's good. I like it. Get ready for I some loosey goosey controls and not being there, able to move the camera. That's just because it's the freaking N64, man. <laughs> the N64 has some of the worst controls. Do you yeah. still have it? Uh, my sister does, yeah. So yeah, we can. We'll find a way but for it. Definitely factors into that. It's not a good game to play now. I disagree. I will dis- we'll agree to disagree. It's oh, okay. That's okay. It's okay. You're allowed to be wrong. <laughs> 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 okay, so for number 10. Number 10. <laughs> Thanks, I'll IGN. Put a fancy cool qu- post. Thanks for sharing. Or should you tell people how you broke your top 10 down? Because yours would be different than ours. Like, for example, ours could be like a game that still holds up today, or it could be like a game that changed gaming forever. Like, how would um, you break your top 10 down? All of my down? games are games that I loved playing and then I still go back to now and that that I find the most influential into my life like whether it being shaping the games that I like um, and then like other stuff that I'm into um, so that's sort of how I how I did mine okay. what about you Joe for me it's like I said more about um, I don't I don't games don't influence me that way but that's I mean I think that's super cool that in personal that Wolfie is sharing they just don't influence me that way uh, to me, it's about it's less about replayability, but more about how I felt when I my first experience with that game, mm-hmm. uh, as well as how it has aged as and how it influenced culture, um, and influenced the industry and you know games to follow. So uh, y'all get a little more into that when I start breaking down each one. And mine are more about uh, the uniqueness to them, kind of like games that you couldn't really duplicate again. Like I'm. There's games on my list that are definitely have sequels and stuff, but they can't capture that first gem, mm-hmm. I guess you'd say, in my opinion, of course. So that's like how the Arkham series. <laughs> yeah. It'll be interesting to see which ones uh, are repeats, if any of ours are repeats um, on the same list. Yeah. I mean, we'll probably have some repeats. All right. Wolfie, do you want to start? Uh, sure. 
Um, so for my number 10, I have Hitman 2, 2018. Um, originally, it was, like, the last time I made a list, like, two years ago, it was Hitman 2016. Um, but Hitman 2016 is also in Hitman 2, so <laughs> it all is, you know, folds into one game. Um, it's, like, one of the... Like, it, I haven't had very many games recently that I've liked so much that I would put them in, like, my top ten of favorite games. Like, I played the crap out of the the first... It's so... The naming scheme makes it so hard to talk about. <laughs> Hitman. I played the crap out of Hitman and all of the other Hitmans. I'd played those before as well. Um, but but that one in particular, I'd played so much. Um, and, like, I, I loved every second that I played of it. I loved the way that they, like, put the game out where it was, like, they put, like, one map out every every like other month so you had like you know all of like a month and a half to play the map and like like know it super well and get all the challenges and everything um and then they followed it up last year with uh, probably i I mean in my opinion one of the i get uh, maybe not the best sequel but like um like they just they kept with the exact formula that they had with the last game um, the exact way to like the play all the same mechanics um, so at least like a really solid sequel um, that I've really also enjoyed a lot um, mm-hmm. playing this past year and there's still stuff coming out um, on last Tuesday another like whole map came out like some like season pass thing it was in a bank in New York it was super cool and I beat it all in one day um, is this the kind of Hitman game that ruins it for like the older ones, like Blood Money, all that? Like no. you'd have not as much fun going back. No, because um, you guys both have Blood Money. Mm-hmm. Yep. You guys would both really like this game. Um, I, like there's stuff in there that maybe you wouldn't like. Like there's instincts, so you you can like see through walls and like see like highlight things that you can like interact with. But can't um, you also turn that off though? Yeah, you can turn everything off. Um, so like if you don't want to know. Uh, if you don't like want a red mark where where the um the targets are or other stuff is you can turn that off you can turn off instinct you can turn off hints you can turn off um, um you can turn off the like the mini map and stuff that you can only see like if you pause the game instead um and it's a very it's a very good true sequel to like if you if you liked playing blood money um and it's just a really good game and it's a lot of fun just to chuck stuff in <laughs> people's heads. Um, and then just like playing it over and over and over again, um, learning the routes and learning like different techniques and, and stuff to like, you know, be able to get silent assassin. There's a really good, um, game makers toolkit about, um, about repetition, um, where he talked about the first Hitman game, um, just about how, how doing the same thing over and over again sometimes seems like it's a boring thing, but like it's like every time that you're playing the level over again you're learning more about the level and a better way to play it and i've just i've just really enjoyed the game a lot and i'm excited that tell. there's there's like there's you just went super in depth <laughs> on number 10 yeah. like, can you imagine how long I'm it's sorry. gonna take us to get through all 10 um but uh, me and michael are just gonna list ours and be like all right yeah, Wolfie, what's so next? Longer. um that's what you were like you're like you're like i don't know if we have enough enough stuff to fill a whole episode on that and I was like I don't think they're gonna do the same thing <laughs> but there's like a whole nother map in a vacation area coming later this year and then uh, like there's another sniper map I think 
that they're going to put out and then a couple other like smaller missions so like they're still adding to the game for a whole year and then you know next year or whatever they'll come up with hitman 3 or name it something even more stupid <laughs> because the naming <laughs> scheme on this one's was kind of sucked but that's i mean if the naming scheme is the worst thing that i like in the game then you know that that means the game's probably pretty good but you guys would like it and you can get it pretty cheap. You can get Hitman. I played the one first one. And I liked. I just haven't got around to play the second one yet. Well, if you bought it, you you just um, if you buy the second game, you get all those maps again. So nice. Which nice. I guess that did kind of suck because they they kept um, achievements tied to it, so the game had two thousand gamer score instead of a thousand. So I had to play through all of the first game again, um, which is fine because it's great. But I was like, I was like. I, d- I didn't want to have to do all of these like mastery challenge unlock things to like unlock everything again but I was like that's alright yeah <laughs> so number 10 for you, you number 10 uh, <laughs> I chose Halo Combat Evolved there you go it's pretty solid um, you know one of the first games on the Xbox uh, incredible game uh, basically I think why I, this ended up making my top 10 not just because it kind of changed the way uh, it it changed the way about multi. It really opened the door for multiplayer, yeah. Um, in a way that it had we'd never seen before. Um, but on top of that, I I have this nostalgia factor where my brother uh, had an Xbox in his room, and I used to sneak in when he was asleep and <laughs> turn the sleep and turn the sound. All, I wasn't supposed to be playing it, mm. so I would turn the sound down all the way down, and I would play it while he was sleeping. And I wasn't allowed to play. Don't put your phone um, on the board. <laughs> so I would. <laughs> We're gonna end up with interference in Michael's <laughs> channel, or on all of them. But I had this, you know, I would sneak down and play it, um, play that. I would, I even played, I think the original like Spider-Man movie game, mm-hmm. which was awful. It was a yeah, terrible. The first game. one sucks. The second one's good. Yeah, it was good, but uh, yeah. So I, uh, I played a lot of Halo back in the day. I was terrible at it, <laughs> but I remember, you know, how much it, it inspired me. I guess, and it, um, I guess it kind of made me. It made it kind of drove my desire to keep playing games and trying new games, even games that I was scared of because I was pretty young when Halo came out and yeah, it scared me. Like it kind of spooked me. There was some, you know, three. the fact that aliens were coming at me and I was already a pretty anxious kid anyway. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know. So uh, God, that's, I'd love to see Joe play a horror game. He would die. Uh, <laughs> in VR. Anxiety would flare up. Yeah, my, my anxiety would be way too high for that. Uh, my like, I can see he's sweating time. already right now. He's yeah. like. Oh, God, they're going to make me play Five Nights at Friday's VR. Uh, My number 10 is Oblivion. The reason I picked it, it was one of the first RPG games I ever played, and I loved it so much it kind of opened me up to a whole new genre because I started playing all types of different RPGs. Nice. And for the time, I mean, it was a unique system. That's when, like, NPCs would actually sleep, eat, go to work. They had their own system, so it's like you were living in an actual world. Mm -hmm. You can make your character, and then, of course, you could just ditch the main quest and run off and do whatever. So it was the first game where I felt, like, free to do whatever. It wasn't restricted. So those games stressed me out as when I was a kid. They, they were talking about anxiety again, but like I saw the quest list and I became overwhelmed. And I was just like, "There's oh, yeah. too much to oh, do." Yeah. That's like so, every, everybody feels that about Ubisoft games. It's not just you. Don't worry. Yeah, I, I felt like that. I was like, "There's too much to do. How am I supposed to?" I don't. I, I don't know. I just put it away and it's like I'm gonna go back to something simple. Yeah, <laughs> Call of Duty. Here we are. <laughs> so it feels like when I like open up a Far Cry game, I'm like, I'm like, I waited enough time. I got it really cheap, and then you open the map, and you're like. Too many, too many dots I, I have Far Cry 5 and it's just like I, I got like a, a couple hours into it and I'm like okay okay oh my gosh there's so much to do I, they <laughs> want me to go where bad because it's more of like their stuff's more collect-a-thons 
Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, like most open world games, like usually all their quests are kind of unique, so it's new. Mm-hmm. But with them, it's like go to 15 towers, collect 30 backpacks, yeah. do this, do that. So. They need to like take a hint from Breath of the Wild where like you did you did do like the climb the tower and unlock a chunk of the map, but it mm-hmm. didn't like place anything on the map. You had to find all of all of those things. Gotcha. I mm-hmm. think maybe it's like part of like they don't want to like they want they don't want to like waste their time of making all this stuff that nobody's going to find. But still, like, there's got to be a, a a better way that they don't have to like <laughs> like fill the map with stuff. Um, gotcha, Wolfie. What's your number nine? Number nine is another recent game, which is surprising. Um, it's Stardew Valley. It's um, what is it? Stardew Valley. I'm not familiar. <laughs> it's is like one a, of those obscure indie games. I mean, it's an indie okay. game, yeah. Um, which I just well, like that's the one you said you wanted your mom to play. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a farming simulator kind of game. Oh, okay. Um, it's like sprite based. It looks like a but it's a not Super farm Nintendo simulator. Game. No, no thanks. Um, I'm gonna live stream farm it, simulator. It's a lot like. <laughs> Good luck. Have fun. Um, it's like a um, what am I trying to say? Um, it looks it looks like a like it's like a Harvest Moon game if you've ever heard of those games. Okay. Michael has. Mm-hmm. So Michael, Michael knows games a little bit better than Joe. Yeah. Um, where you're just like, you're sowing plants and then, and then like, like after like a few days, um, it's not like a real timer. So you sleep and pass the day or whatever. Um, and then like the crops will show up and then you'll harvest them and then you'll sell them to get money so you can buy like better crops or like new tools and stuff. Can you buy a goat? Naeem David is calling me. Oh. Put your speakerphone. Naeem, you're on the podcast right now. Oh, nice. <laughs> I'll call you. I'll call you back later, buddy. I don't. It's like there's like there's like a curve of like you know, mm-hmm. like you start off like you're like this is garbage. My farm is garbage. It's just weeds and a bunch of trees, and like you only have like so much energy that you could use during the day. So then you have to like work around only being able to cut down a few trees and make like a few different like grass spots to like plant stuff. Um, and then like eventually like your tools that get get better, they use less stamina and then you can find items that give you more stamina. Um, and it's just another one of those games that I just keep going back to and like playing it a little bit every year. I bought it, I think three times (laughs) because I bought it on PC when it came out. Um, man, what was that? 2015? Is it on Switch? Yeah, it's also on Switch because, because I, because I bought it on PC and it came out on Xbox. I was like, I want to play it again on Xbox because I mean, it's only like. $20. $20. It's not anything crazy. And then when this when it came out for Switch like after like a month or so after the Switch came out, I bought it again. And like I put in, you know, 50 plus 70 hours um on each save file. He never has time to hang out with us, Michael. <laughs> Mostly I play at work now. I know, I'm just messing with um, you. <laughs> <laughs> well, but he it's, does it's, answer the call to hang out with us. I do. I hang out with you guys on Friday. You only like hanging out with us sometimes. When I was already up for like (laughs) 20 hours. Um, But um, it's just it's just a fun little like do nothing kind of game. There's not really any objectives other than like one of those easy play games where you can like relax and do it. It's not stressful. Yeah, that's cool. I agree. Yeah. I mean, there is like stressful stuff. You can go to the mine where there's like actual like bad guys. You can have to like fight with a sword um, while you're like trying to mine like minerals and stuff. Um, but it's like, it's, a, it's like another one of those animal crossing types where you just make your own goals 
and it's just really fun to poke around it and then you end up going because each day only really lasts like 15 minutes if you waited from like 6 a.m or whatever till one o'clock in the morning um but like it's like where you constantly keep going oh well i'll just do this next thing i'll do this thing uh tomorrow and then i'll and then i'll go to bed and then you're like oh but if but I need to do this thing as well. Let me do that real quick. And then you end up staying up till, you know, 2 a.m. in the morning um, playing this little stupid little farming game that I just <laughs> adore. And it's so cute. And then you get married um, and you have kids and there's animals you can buy. It's can, great. Can I buy a goat? Yes, there's goats. There's goats? There are goats. Joe is sold. I'm sold. All right. I'm gonna. I want to play twenty dollars. Play on Switch. Uh, I actually might. I really might buy this. Yes. Send, send me the. Send yes. me the. Or send me a text with the name sure. later. Uh, I actually might look into buying this. I'm gonna watch some fish? gameplay probably. Can you fish? Yes, you can fish. Fishing so, is hard. Sold. Fishing is so hard. <laughs> Michael's like, I don't want to fish in real life. Like, interesting. You but I really want to these these games that you I'm love. a weird guy that really enjoys um, fishing in games. I don't know why. <laughs> I God, the fishing is so hard. I like fishing on Red Dead Redemption too. Yeah, that, that was fun. That was fun. But I, I, I sold Red Dead too. A while back, hmm. I'll, I'll buy it again at some point. Okay. I just when, sold it um, while it was still worth forty bucks. <laughs> when I played Stardew on PC, I had to install a mod that made fishing easier because I just couldn't. I just couldn't get it down because no, it's, it's like it's like this bar and the fish. The official icon is like moving up and down. There's like different patterns. We're gonna that spend each fish ten minutes have. on each of Wolfie's, of Wolfie's games, <laughs> but then, then you have to like hold that. You have to like tap A to keep this bar in where the fish is. He's it's so really excited. Tough. This is his favorite episode. <laughs> <laughs> Um, All right, number nine. Number Let's nine. <laughs> I've got uh, Knights of the Old Republic, Star Wars, KOTOR. Knights of the Old Republic, KOTOR, the original. Um, that game was amazing. First off, it inspired, it, it deepened my love for Star Wars, which is something I already adore. <laughs> um, it, it opened my curiosity uh, about, you know, the history of a world, you know, a galaxy far, far away. Um, there is it is such a deep game It is one of the best role playing games I've ever played. It's got an amazing story, an amazing twist. Uh, have you ever played it? You should play KOTOR. Um, the combat leaves a little to be desired, but um, I just thought of a different man, game. I it, is fun. it is a fun game. Great characters, great story. Um, and it it continues to give and it's one I pick up every now and then. Um, you know, year after year since it came out in what, 2003. Yeah. It's a, so. it's an Xbox original game. I think yeah, it, is it is available on backwards compatible. It is. So. so if you still got the disc, even though I know you yeah. don't hang on to discs, I, I you don't, just settle games right well, away. No, I buy discs when they're really cheap and yeah. hold on to them. My sister still has KOTOR. Mm, both okay. KOTORs. KOTOR 2 is also really good, but I put KOTOR 1 in there because the story is just absolutely incredible. Mm. But uh, And I needed one of them to represent. So, Michael. There you go. What is number nine? <clears throat> For me, it's a game called Second Sight. Probably nobody has heard of it because oh. I wouldn't say an indie game, but it was a game that wasn't well advertised. But for it being unique, it had an amazing story. I'll run through it real quick. Uh, you're a guy that wakes up in a hospital. You have no idea what happens. And as you progress through the levels, you figure out you have more and more powers. Like you can move things with your mind. You can heal yourself. And then eventually. Oh, for radical. I recognize that name. Oh, you looked it up? Yeah. It was an amazing story. You end up going back in time, 
and to see your past and then you figure out that you can actually change the past because a girl you're looking for is dead but then when you have a flashback of where she was you actually save her life and then when you return to the present she's alive and mm. it was just a very unique story for me and I wish they'd either remake it or give it to someone else but like an HD remaster or at least something like it was really good the though. dude kind of looks like Agent 47 <laughs> yeah he he's does. like bald <laughs> it was a really challenging game too because you had to learn how to use your powers in certain environments and combine. I know that was nice and brief and, and informative. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> Wolfie, in two minutes or less. Listen, I like games a lot. God, I'm just giving you crap, dude. I know you. <laughs> I'm just worried we're not going to get through them all in an hour yeah, and a half. Right. Part two. <laughs> um, I could cut some stuff out. I'll make it, I'll make it work. This will be the episode that goes along. Um, no, that sounds pretty fun, though. And honestly, if you could check it out, you should. I think it was on PS2. Yeah, that's maybe. what it looked like, a PS2 game when I just yeah, looked it up. It's old. Um, okay, my number eight is Tie the Tasmanian Tiger, which is a game you guys have probably never heard of. You, I have heard of this. Okay. I have. From you, me? You have told me about it <laughs> okay. uh, before, but I had seen like an ad for it okay. before. Okay, okay. Okay, well, I'm um, clueless. Okay, so it's like a character platformer, like sort of like a Crash or a um, like a Spyro type Mm-hmm. Um, not as old, because um, there's because it came out on GameCube and Xbox and PlayStation. Um, but you're this um, Tasmanian tiger, which is like an Australian animal, and like you're like you've got boomerangs that you can jump and glide with. <laughs> That's not how boomerangs work, but um, and but like sure all, they do now, <laughs> they do now, and like all the animals and characters and stuff are all like Australian a- animals with Australian actors. Um, it was made by an Australian company. Um, but it's just one of those games, like, we got it at the same time that we got Mario Sunshine um, when we got the GameCube. And it's just, like, one of those games that we, like, put so much time in and we, like, adored playing. Um, yeah, even though, like, we got stuck on this second boss. What's it called again? Tie the Tasmanian Tiger. Okay. Um, I just replayed it again because it's another game I just keep going back to. Because uh, they added, like, a hardcore mode on the Steam version of the game where you only have one life. And you have to beat the whole game on one life. Is it one of those simple games that that's like a breeze to play? Um, like there's not too much. Yeah, it's it's not it's not not too crazy. Too overwhelming. Like hard. <laughs> well, I guess unless you play with permadeath. Permadeath. Like it wipes your your save file. Yeah. Like if you die. Permadeath. Um. Jeez. But like, there's like tons of collectibles and stuff, and um, like all the characters are really like interesting. We're gonna make a Skyrim game with permadeath. Oh, I'll, God. I'll do scroll again. <laughs> <laughs> um, be chaos, man. 500 hours down the drain. Jeez. <laughs> um, no, it's it's I I find it really fun. It's on a, it sounds like a nostalgia one for you too. Yes, that's, that's what most of mine are. That's awesome. <laughs> to be though. honest, that's good. Um, and like hopefully they they have plans to bring it to like modern consoles eventually. Uh, hopefully, to like do Who's like an developer? HD. Uh, it's um. Chrome with a K, K R O M E, Chrome Studios, um, and they've only ever done just like a handful of other little other things, but nothing that you would have ever ever played. Gotcha. Ties their main thing, um, and then they had to lay everybody off. So there's like only a handful of people <laughs> at the place now. Um, but yeah, that one's mostly a nostalgia pool. Um, right yeah. I won't talk so much. About that <laughs> one. I'll, let you, I'll well, let you go. I uh, I chose for number eight uh, the classic, classic. Goldeneye 007 for the N64. Mm. 
Also a bad game. <laughs> like most Nintendo 64 games. Wolfie hates this game. <laughs> never However, played it. You never... No. Why, how do you call it a bad game? <laughs> because all Nintendo 64 games are bad games. That's incorrect. That's not incorrect. That is incorrect. Um, maybe because I grew up with an N64 before Wolfie was born. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when the 64 was out after I was born. I'm just messing I, did, with I had, a, I had a, a Super Nintendo and then I had a GameCube. Um, so I got to skip the crappy uh, 3D games that look terrible. N64 was fine. Uh, the reason why okay, I go with Goldeneye, Gold, <laughs> Goldeneye was the original shooter game. The original first-person shooter game in a lot of ways. Okay, sure. And, <laughs> I mean, Doom, but... Doom's but yeah. fine. But Goldeneye is what made it fun to call your brother a fart sniffer while you are shooting him in the back. Slaps only. And that playing slaps only. Yeah, slaps only. Um, you know... It inspired. It inspired to beat the crap out of your siblings um, and rub it in their face that you are better than they are. Um, <laughs> it was like Halo in a lot of ways. It uh, helped evolutionize the or revolutionize and evolve what multiplayer is. Um, I think that Halo took a lot from what Goldeneye did and then propelled it forward to what we see now in multiplayer shooters. So I think Goldeneye is in the top ten for that reason. It's also a nostalgia pool because I, I you know, absolutely loved playing this mm-hmm. with my siblings. Um, my sister and I constantly competed with each other um, against my older siblings who are you know nine and eleven years older than me. Yeah, and they were absolutely dominating us because they remember <laughs> how to be really good at it. Do yeah. you wish um, they'd bring couch co-op games back? Um, There's still some. The new Halo is supposed to have. They have some stuff like that, but I don't think it would be a successful thing for them. Like, people like me and my friends. I mean, we used to do Gears of War as couch Mm co-op, and it was fun. I loved it, but... uh, People don't like it anymore. They want yeah. to be able to. They want to be able to play across country with yeah, each other. From it's your, just from it's inconvenient. Uh, but I, I do like that when you can play co-op online together. Yeah, you know, I like split screen co-op. So yeah, what do you think on eight? Uh, my number eight is GTA Four: The Liberty City Stories. <laughs> Because oh, okay. it's one. I was, co- like, I was like GTA Four. And I go, like, okay, Liberty Stories. Okay. It's one cohesive story. Like you can't really just pick one of the three characters because they're all telling the same story. Mm-hmm. It was the first HD GTA. It had amazing mechanics. I still prefer it over like GTA Five or even GTA San Andreas, which were like the. <laughs> Have you played GTA Four recently? <laughs> yeah, I played. It. Okay. I replayed it like a few weeks ago. Okay, it's, it's, it's just, got a good replay value. The, the driving is so bad. The driving's bad in all GTA games. <laughs> well, actually, no, GTA Five driving is amazing. I actually yeah. like the That's GTA Four so driving. driving. It felt like cars had weight to them. Yeah. Yeah. GTA Five, it just feels like they're on butter the whole time. But yeah. it might be nostalgia for me. But they had a really good story though, like a crime thriller through it. Yeah, I, I mean, I played it a few years after it came out. Um, and like I right loved, before GTA Five came out, and I loved how really all the stories it. were connected, and you got to see what characters were doing while Nico was running around the city. And, and well, after cool Nico game. got fired for oh, yeah. for like hating <laughs> on Rockstar, yeah, it was it was something like that. And then they're like, "That's all right, you just won't come back for the DLC." <laughs> so they like reused voice lines or something <laughs> for his stuff. That's probably like the most grounded GTA. Oh, did I show you guys that that TikTok I made? <laughs> yes, you did. Hey, yeah. Nico, you want to go bowling? Want to go bowling, Nico? <laughs> Oh, God. Let's get some chicks. <laughs> so what's your uh, number seven? Number Wolfie? seven. Number Wolfie. seven. Um, 
I, this is another slash game. I have Pokemon Leaf Green slash Emerald. Um, okay. They're not the same game at all, um, but I just it was too hard for me to yeah, pick well, uh, we which it. one I loved more. Um, because Leaf Green was like the first Pokemon game I really got into. Like I'd played Yellow and enjoyed Yellow, but um, Leaf Green was like the first game that I like. Um, I like got a level one hundred Pokemon. I was able to like beat the Elite Four. Um, and you only had one level one hundred Pokemon, and all your other Pokemon were forty levels behind it, right? No, no. I think it, it was <laughs> that's like how we all had that. It at was one like point. it was like one hundred and seventies. I think yeah. is what it usually ended up being because <laughs> that was back when the XP share you had to put it on one Pokemon. Yeah, but there was the Versus Seeker, which they got rid of, where you could like activate it and then you could rechallenge people you've already battled with like stronger Pokemon. Leaf Green was a good game. Oh, Leaf is great. Yawning. Uh, um, Leaf Green was a great I know, game. my games are so boring to do. No, I'm just tired. <laughs> um, I gotta add to go for the butt crack of dawn. <laughs> um, and it was like, the fr- like I'd gotten so many Pokemon, and then like the post-game stuff was super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Amorward came out, and I played it like just as much, if not more, than, than Leaf Green. And like Rayquaza was my second level 100 Pokemon. It's Rayquaza. That I almost lost because my cousin said it was his, and I was like, no, definitely not yours. Um, but just like have so many memories of like playing with my brothers and um, Battle Frontier, rest in peace. Um, but uh, no, it's just I really love those games. Another an, another set of games I go back to every every year or so and 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 poke around in. They're always fun. They hold up well. Yes. Yes. Uh, um, number seven for me is a recent game. Mario Odyssey. Hey, Mario Odyssey is good. Mario Odyssey is a phenomenal game. Neither that or Breath of the Wild um, made my list, but it's like there are so good. There is so much about it that actually reminds me of Mario sixty four. But like, it's like they took everything about Mario sixty four and improved it and made it very modernized and smoother. And the things that were wrong with Mario sixty four was was the clunkiness. That was that was why it was kind of clunky. So they took all of the the love and tender care for the Mario world and made it way better with Mario Odyssey. Yeah. Um, well, and, and it was like things like, like, like there's been iterative stuff. So it was like, like they mm-hmm. improved stuff with sunshine yeah. and then 3d world, but it's oh, like this for game. sure. But like it, to me, it was like all of these were, a cul- those were a culmination yeah. building up to Mario Odyssey, which I think is just incredible. It should have been called yeah. Mario legacy because it's like, <laughs> I mean, it's, it is, it's got so many references to all of the other games. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't, it was one of the first kind of, I guess one of the first Nintendo games that's kept my attention fully as an adult. Hmm. Um, you know, I, a lot of the games I'll replay for nostalgia reasons and stuff like that, but it was, I could hardly put it down. Like I, I was yeah. addicted to my switch for a good three or four weeks while I was it's playing the same. it. I was just sitting, um, sitting at work and it's like every moment I got, yeah. like break I would I'd start I, playing it again I was taking it everywhere with me because I, I wanted to keep playing it was a lot of fun it still is a lot of fun I haven't played it in a little while but it's great I can't um, wait for Michael to get a switch yeah Michael <laughs> so needs to play I can play that god it's so, so good I'll finally know what you guys are talking about <laughs> yeah alright Michael uh, my number seven is Saint Row 2 uh, huh, that was before they got wacky yeah it was the perfect balance of action drama and comedy before they just stuck with comedy yeah you could literally customize everything from your character to clothes cars penthouses it was your uh stereotypical gang taking over the city story but it was really fun and it was one of those games after you beat it you could still have fun just running around the city yeah i mean that's kind of like how gta is yeah um 
Because like, I remember Sancho 2 and GTA 4, they came out around the same time, so they were always competing with who liked who better. <laughs> competing. Yeah. They like, yeah. Now they're in completely different markets. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I think that's that, that was part of their reasoning for Switch. Because everybody a wants bit them to well. go back to the old classic Saintros, but no, it they've won't got happen. their own. Instead, they're going to do that movie. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Saints Row movie. Jeez. Yeah. Because that's like, because like GTA, I, I know I was talking to you the other week, how it's like I just get on every once in a while and just. Just just drive around. Or I guess in my case, I have a flying car, so I just fly around yeah. and just not do anything. It's just it's like one of those same kind of things where it's just fun to just enjoy the world, fly or, as high as you can, or do races or whatever. Yeah, I always end up doing that. As soon as I get in GTA Five, I find a plane, fly as high as I can, and just <laughs> jump out. out. <laughs> I don't know why it's just in us. <laughs> well, it's like that's because you can't do it's it like in real life. Spider Man, I climb the Empire State Building and just dive. Yeah, why not? That was the best. Yeah. That's in all of us. It just goes high as we can. Except for the, the new Spider-Man, you can't die that way. It won't oh. kill you. Yeah, there's no you fall just, damage. You just yeah, there's no fall damage for Spider-Man. Does Spider-Man canonically does he take fall damage? I don't know. Hmm. In the older games, Probably. right before he hit the <laughs> ground, he'd automatically like shoot Swim. a web up real quick to break his fall and then land. That way, hmm. the, there's no fall damage. That's his default. But in this one, he just and then yeah. like everything like the street cracks and stuff because he hits it with so much force. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've got a lot of good memories of me and me and Ronan playing a game and climbing up on <laughs> Empire State Building just like at the last minute you just wait and then you try to shoot a web but then you slam into a car or something that you couldn't see oh man that game is hard to emulate by the way if you ever oh, try yeah. to play it um, no I mean like emulate as in like software emulation oh yeah that's what I mean I, it wouldn't shock me oh, okay. it's a <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you meant like it's a complicated game to yeah. well it's like <laughs> It's like uh, I loaded it up with like the normal settings that I would do for like a GameCube game, but like it was weird. Like all of, th- um, you know what like backwards facing culling is mm-hmm. in video games. No. So like if you look at a wall, so like this is the edge of a building. This is the outside. You would see these walls, but from the inside they're like see- sort of see through. Like sometimes there's textures like floating. Um, it's just a way that they don't have to render the inside of a building. Mm. Like it's just a bunch of blocks. Um, but like. It was it was like it was like the whole game was inside out. Oh, whenever I loaded it up, it was so weird. odd, and I had to like tweak with a bunch of settings to get it to like play right. But it still kind of like chugged a little bit, which is super weird. Um, but now I've got it on an Xbox. I found a disc. Um, All right, not we'll a game on my list, but we'll keep going. Number <laughs> um, six. Number six. Animal Crossing Wild World. Not the best Animal Crossing game because New Leaf is super a lot better um, in like every aspect, but. Um, Wild World was the game that sold me on a DS <laughs> um, because it was a game my friend uh, from church Wyatt had and he just like like showed me it on his like he had like original DS like the gray ones that are terrible um, and he's like he's like look at this game because we had all played Game Boy Advance and Pokemon and stuff together like um, like all the time um, and he's like look look I can shake a tree and get fruit I was like that's awesome and then he shook a tree and money came out and then he shook a tree and like bees came out and chased him. They I was gave like, you unrealistic expectations of life. <laughs> I, was like, the bees. I was like, I was like, this game looks amazing. I need to, I need to like get a DS um, and buy this game. And so for like for my birthday that year, that would have been 2006 because it came out in 2005. Um, I have too many. I have a wealth of information of video games in my head. I shouldn't know that. <laughs> um, and. Like, I just spent so much time, like, playing the game, and I only knew of, like, two other people that had the game other than him, and they were, like, all girls. And so I was, like, I was, like... Animal was, Crossing is really popular amongst the female yes. population. Yeah. Um, so you said that really odd. Population. For some, <laughs> um, population. 
but it's 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 like 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 it's like Stardew Valley where you're making your own kind of goals and interacting with your villagers and fishing and catching bugs and it's like it, it shouldn't be fun. <laughs> it's so because you're fun. paying back your Dude, your house loan. You're describing it; it just makes me want to play it. Like, yeah, I, I want. I promise, God, I'm going to get the new. I'm Animal so Crossing. excited for Animal Crossing next year. <laughs> March, oh, man. God. March. I know it's close, but yeah, so far. Um, but man, yeah, it's just. I wish it was like it's like one of those games that like when I when I die, I like I hope there's a list of like like it gives me like these like breakdown of stats of everything that you did. It's like you spent this much time on the toilet, you spent this much time at red lights. It's like I want to know how much time I spent playing. Saint Peter's gonna be Leaf Green the gate and, and he's like, we'll be, you're not getting in. Wild World. Why? Because you spent too much time playing Animal Crossing. Yeah. I know um, <laughs> the, the the 3ds keeps keeps track of all that stuff, and I put like 400 hours in in New Leaf. Um, and I know I must have put at least that or more in Wild World. 400 hours? 400 hours. Yeah, it's insane. I put 400 <laughs> hours in Pokemon Y as well. So, <laughs> But I got all the Pokemon in the game. Wolfie games way more than I ever yeah. could in my life. Yeah. Well, I don't watch Netflix or, or anything. Yeah, I, I watch so. a lot more movies. and stuff. Well, that's why I have the wealth of knowledge of movies, and yeah. you have the wealth of knowledge of video games. Yeah. Together, we, we create one giant nerd. We put our rings together. <laughs> put our rings together, and we merge well, into hope, one no, nerd. I didn't mean that ring, but oh, <laughs> I, yeah. I don't have one of those anymore. <laughs> oh, Wolfie's single. <laughs> not single, but not married. By, by not single. Well, not still technically married. I get married. what you mean. Yeah, I got what like, you mean. Yeah, it's, it's almost over. Yeah. The light is at the end of the tunnel. The light is at the end of the tunnel. I got a week. A week and a half or so. A week? It's almost done? 11th. 11th. We definitely need to celebrate with cake or something. We're going to buy you a pie. Please have. We're going to have a hot chick jump out of a pie. Gross. (laughs) I need like an unwedding party. The chick or the pie? (laughs) Both. A woman covered in cake. That'd be gross. I don't know. Sounds pretty nice. Joe, what's know. your number six? <laughs> All right, number six is Metal Gear Solid. That's pretty solid um, choice there. Metal Gear Solid, first off, wowed me as a as a kid. The sneaking, the but let's be honest, we we all gave up on the sneaking and then eventually just started <laughs> shooting. Um, <laughs> Those are games I haven't what? played, but I know that I would love Dude. because I love stealth games. I I've like seen enough of them. They're so like quirky and weird. I really like the first two Metal Gear Solid or Solid and then Sons of Liberty. I liked both mm-hmm. of those, except for the parts where it was like, you know, escort missions and you yeah. had to play as Raiden. I think um, I played part of uh, Snake Eater on GameCube. Yeah, I did not play through Snake Eater. Um, um, I, I kind of God, I was like, this game is so hard, but it's like it's like <laughs> the cutscenes that were like at the beginning. I was like, this is nuts. For, the, yeah. for like, um, well, that game came out like 2005, probably yeah. on GameCube. And it's like, I don't know of anything else that came out then that felt so like, like, um, like a movie. Because yeah. um, Hideo Kojima, the guy who like yeah. makes those games, he, he loves movies. Yeah. That's why like he's got like all well, the actors and his moves and his games based are. based off of Snake Plissken yeah. from, um, um, from Escape, Escape from New, New York. York. Yeah. yeah. That's why he called him Snake. He like, yeah. wasn't even like shy about yeah. it. Like, but it's like that. And then I played um, a little bit of Metal Gear Solid Five, and uh, I played all of Ground Zeroes. And it's like those games are like the closest you can get mm-hmm. to like a movie 
Yeah. Um, he he's very focused. Like his new his new game looks like a movie, but yeah. Metal Gear Solid though, like the thing that sold me on it as a kid was the ridiculousness uh, that it takes to beat it. Like you have to think outside the box. Yeah. And, include like was that the one with the Psychomantis? Yeah, dude? with Psychomantis. So yep. Psychomantis, you can't get it hidden <laughs> on this guy. There's yeah. nothing you can do unless you switch your controller to another port, and nobody tells you that in the game. Yeah, I think maybe the back of the box says I, something. Something about it. I don't know, but like. People, I don't remember how we knew. Yeah, but like my Doesn't brother, it like my also, brother it found like out fakes corrupting your game or something. Uh, yeah, I, he does a bunch of stuff like that. Um, but like my brother worked at EB Games and he found out about mm. the Psycho Manus thing because he couldn't get past it. And uh, I remember because I watched him play it. It was you know you remember how you watch you know your siblings play games yeah. that you are not currently I didn't playing because I played them. <laughs> well, I, I, when you're a younger sibling, I, I you watch your I older watched, siblings I, I a lot. I liked watching Ronan play. And so then I got to play. You know, eventually after they would beat it, then I would get to go through myself. Mm-hmm. And um, the Psycho Manus thing I already knew about only because my brother. I'd watched my brother play. It. I remember him being so frustrated. Yeah. And then I watched him pull out the. Uh, the actual controller and put it into another slot and I stared at him like he's like this will work and I was like <laughs> you're like yeah right why would it work and then he starts shooting Mantis and I'm like what like, why how Jeez. and he's like I found out that you have to he uh, he can't read your thoughts if you uh, are mm. playing uh, in a different controller port because if he thinks you're on port one and you're on port two then you're outsmarting him that's yeah. crazy like, how they design that yeah it, it's really because who would think of that yeah. you know but as a kid I really I, to me it felt like a real like oh man I'm really psyching out Psycho Mantis you mm-hmm. know I'm really I'm really messing with his head so I, I think that's why it stuck with me so much yeah um, and there's, there's not many games yeah. that have ever done any weird um, like wall breaking stuff like that mm-hmm. um, there's another GameCube game which name I don't remember, and I've never played, but it's got like this. Um, um, it's like you go like crazy, like while you're playing the game, like your character goes crazy, mm-hmm. um, unless you do whatever certain thing is, and so it'll like mess with you with the game, like it'll act like it's like your controller's unplugged, or it'll act like the TV's going all like out of signal, which doesn't work now because the yeah. TVs aren't the analog anymore, so it would yeah. look really weird. Um, but it's like all kinds of like nut stuff like that, or like acting like the game reset. That's or really cool. I've never heard of that. Yeah, I'll have to, I I don't remember what it's called, yeah. but it, it'd be super interesting to play. All right, Michael, what's number six? Uh, my number six, a cult classic. You guys probably haven't heard of. It's on the PlayStation One. Ninja Shadow of Darkness. Ninja Shadow of Darkness. I've heard, heard of that. Heard of it? Yes. It's like Dark Souls before Dark Souls. The game's what, super, ninja? Yeah, it, super challenging, and if you by, lose all your lives, you go back to... Is it made by From Software? I actually have no idea. I haven't okay. played since <laughs> well. I was a kid. I just know that game still has always stuck out with me. Hmm. Amazing combat. Couldn't tell you anything about the story. Okay, well. Don't know anything about it. You haven't played in a while, but it... Right. Yeah. All right, Wolfie, what's number five? <laughs> number five. Number five. Number five. This will be kind of a shock that it's so high, but it's a game that I really love. It's Minecraft. <laughs> Dude, no, Minecraft is incri- Minecraft almost made my top 20. So hey, there you go. It almost did. Minecraft is, again, like I said, a game that I keep it's going innovative. back to. It's like... Every- well, with your love for Legos, it also makes sense because it's like video game Legos, but like so bigger yeah. Yeah. in a lot of ways. Yeah. You can make anything you want to make. Yeah. I don't ever really make anything crazy, though. Have it's you like, made the castle in Minecraft? I haven't. Because I don't ever like make anything... Like nuts looking like don't give him like ideas, a Lego man. or anything. <laughs> He's never gonna no, leave his I'm room. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I like, like I'll have like a like a square like wood house or like um, in like my longest save file that's on that I have on Xbox One now. 
um, that I started on Xbox 360 probably in like 2012. Um, it started off like I spawned in a village and I just like slowly connected all of the houses into like it's like one like big house. And then I built above like, you know, how, like how there's like it'd be like two things and yeah. then like a piece of wool. And it was like there'd be torches on the side. I, um, I ended up breaking it down, but like you could see where that path was because the torch thing was still there, <laughs> like un- like inside of my roof. Uh, and it's like I just like kept building on it, building on it. And there was like even somebody that I showed um, when I was in college in Kentucky. I was like, it's like, hey, you want to see my Minecraft world? And he's like, heck, yeah, I do. He was my R.A. Um, <laughs> and then so I showed him and I was just like showing him like I was like, here's all this stuff. And he was like, were these was is this a village that you built into? <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> like, you could, like, see, like, sort of, like, some of, like, the similar house shapes of, like, mm-hmm. the spawned houses. But, like, I even just, like, started another world, like, a week and a half ago that I put, like, that I've already, like, put a ton of time into. And it's, like, I don't, like, I've, like, literally put, like, 100 hours into Minecraft every year, which is nuts. And the game's 10 years old now. Oh, that pillow just fell over. It's the snake. It's coming back. Um, no, but I, I, I don't know. I just can't stop playing it. It's Very a lot well. of fun. Hey, dude. It's Sky a, Factory is a lot I'm, of fun. I'm, not, sh- I'm not shocked it's on there. I'm not shocked. It almost made my top 20, like I said. There you go. It's great. Uh, number five for me. I won't me. gush too much about it. I could say <laughs> a lot more. Number five for me, one of my all-time favorite games, Splinter Cell Chaos Theory. Hey. We've talked about it. We've talked about my love for Splinter, Splinter Cell before. Um, the first two are good. You know, Splinter Cell 1, it was good. Splinter Cell 2, Pandora Tomorrow, pretty good. Chaos Theory changed the game. Well, it's like they just kept improving on they just always, the whole thing. Because they also, they also came out, like, yeah. almost a year after each other, like, all three of them. Yeah, it was, like, um, back to back to back. Because uh, it was, like, it was, I like... Think it was two years in between each. It, it was, like, a year. It was really quick. Like, maybe it was, it was like, like, two in between Pandora and, and uh, Chaos Theory. Because Chaos Theory was, what, what, like, 2006, 2007? I think it was 2006. I, I think so. Yeah. Because, like, Pandora Tomorrow, I think, I, was 2004. I think it was Ubisoft Montreal worked on, like, the first one, and then they handed off, like, almost everything that, like, their game systems and stuff, like, midway through development to, like, already start on the next game. Um, and then, like, that team, the team that did the second game, like, improved on that. And then like before the Pandora tomorrow came out, they were already working on uh, chaos theory and then improving on that. Um, chaos theory is amazing. It's a great game. I just um, restarted it again because I popped, you can pop the disc in on Xbox one yeah. and play it uh, backwards compatible. I think with all it's so smooth. Have, There's nothing clunky about it. Everything feels good. Yeah. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I remember the thing I think that I liked the most about it though was I my sister and I used to play the co-op missions together. Mm-hmm. I've never two, done that. Yeah, it was they're fun. They're so fun. Um because you each have different tasks to do and you mm-hmm. have to kind of coordinate with each other. You know, there's dual people you have to kill and stuff yeah. like that and I played some um, of um I think I played I want to say it was Convictions multiplayer stuff that it they doesn't, had it or doesn't maybe hold up like blacklist. Yeah. Um, it's not nearly as good as this. I promise. It's so fun. I, I, I believe you. <laughs> it's so fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the chaos theory is in there. It brings back a lot of memories, and uh, I wish I was playing it right now with my <laughs> sister again because it was fun. There you go. I, I'm gonna. I might actually drive over to her house later tonight. I'll be like, "Hi, you want to play chaos, <laughs> theory, chaos theory?" It's only like a 
four gig download yeah. if you pop the disc in your Xbox One. So there you go. Or you could buy it for I think they're they're all for like fifteen dollars or something. Yeah, I something think, pretty I cheap. Know. So all right, Michael, number five. My number five is Spider Man, but for PlayStation One. Mm. Wow! Did either of you guys the ever bad. play that one? Spider Man Two or the original Spider Man? No, I, I saw the first one, the original Spider Man. Like, is that the one that Call Me Kevin played like this past year? Is it the one that was like for I've, the movie? No, not oh, okay. the Tobey okay. Maguire one. The one where Stan Lee narrates and it's like it's oh, okay. a okay. little yeah. universe. Yeah, Kevin did stuff. play that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I mean, it was great. They had like every Marvel character you could think of in that game, from Captain America yeah. to Black Cat. The X Men are in it and yeah. stuff like that. I think he does some training with the X Men in it. Mm-hmm. I remember that game. I played mm-hmm. it a little bit. I don't know I how well it holds it. up today, but um, just looking back, I remember it, was, it not. Be, I remember it being pretty clunky back then, but yeah, it would probably hold up then better than the Spider Man the movie one, <laughs> the game. That yeah. game is terrible. I play that one once and I forget all about it. Yeah, you like swung in the sky. There was no, yeah. you didn't swing off buildings. I saw uh, a good interview with the guy who invented the swing mechanic for Spider Man 2. Hmm. And uh, he played like, the new Spider Man? What? I think I saw yeah, the video yeah, where yeah, he plays he the new plays one. He plays the new Spider Man. And he loves it? Yeah. Because they, ba- they based it off of yeah. his. Yeah. Well, they based it off of his design. Because everybody remembered liking 2 so much. But yeah. Tell us more about your Sorry. You want me, no, you're fine. Me, I mean, interrupt you. It was just a really good game, had a unique story to it. Uh, the villain hookup with Doc Ock and Carnage combining at the end was really creepy. Spoilers. Oh. Uh, spoilers for Man. a 20-year-old game. Yeah, 20-year-old oh, game. I was going to play it tomorrow. God. I mean, I'd say it's worth checking out if you like nostalgia games, but yeah. Beat Batman. Cool. Wolfie number four. Number four, Super Mario Sunshine. That is a great game. It did not make my top 20, but it well, almost did. I don't know if I can say if, if it's a great game, but it's a game that has such a special place in my heart. I love it. Um, from, like, all of the time. Of, Isle Delfino. I want to visit there. God, that'd be great. Let's fly there now. <laughs> We're leaving after the podcast. Michael, you stay here. Oh, God. Okay. Just um, pay for it with your credit card. Of course. <laughs> but it's, like, such, like, a like a bright, fun, like, like beautiful game. Um and it's like kind of a world we never explored too before. Like it was yeah. different than any previous like Mario exploration. Yeah, yeah, and it was bad. Like still, like like there was like the level hub, and then like you'd go and stuff and go to different levels. Um, it is it is kind of an odd game because it was like very rushed to mm-hmm. like getting finished. Um, I think maybe probably because they were worried because because the GameCube didn't launch with a Mario game, it launched with Luigi's Mansion, and the sales um, didn't do as well right yeah. away. I so I think maybe they were might might have felt a little pressure to try to get out of the door because there's definitely some there's a lot of stuff that's like kind of unpolished and kind of weird. Yeah. Um. But it's also uh, like really charming. <laughs> it is. Um. I, I actually I kept, every couple of years. I kept hoping in Odyssey that they would have some kind of a bigger callback to yeah. Uh, Isle They've Delfino. got a costume <laughs> for. <laughs> yeah. I wish there was an Isle Delfino uh, world. Yeah. That maybe you could if visit. they ever do DLC. Yeah. Or just do Mario Odyssey 2. I wish they would just re- do a HD remaster or something. That's what Ryan was hoping from E3 this year. <laughs> I, I keep hoping. I, w- um, I would play it. I would buy it. Nintendo, I know you're listening to us. <laughs> you're one of our time. obscure 12 listeners. <sighs> and what we really want is an HD remake, remaster just, of Mario just, Sunshine. You know, just, 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 play it, emula- it. just play it emulated if you need to play it. That's, no, I want to play it on... I just got a spam a text. One four hundred. It's a spam text. That's funny. I've never gotten a spam text. Oh, Nintendo dude, I get them all the time. Oh god. 
They're, they're like, they're right awful. Yeah, Stay Nintendo where you wants are. to know. Anyway, Nintendo, I want an HD remaster of okay. Mario Sunshine. You will have my money. I don't buy very many games, but you would have my money. Jeez. No, that's such a really like nostalgic game for me and and, and Ronan, I think. Right on. I, I, I assume he feels the same way since he was begging for a, a re-release, but, but yeah, I love the game. It's great. Number four for me, I chose... It was a it was a tie between Pokemon Gold and Silver and Pokemon Red and Blue. Mm. Um, the I thought you were going to say Gold and Silver and Heart Gold. And gold. Yeah. I was like, oh, uh, which are amazing as well. But yeah. I went I went with the nostalgia factor. So my first Pokemon game was actually Pokemon Yellow, um, which I remember loving it and adoring it. Did I ever show? I found a guidebook for Pokemon Yellow. Yeah, you did. Oh my god. So it's cool. it's a rarity too. Yeah, it is. Uh, but I, I played through Pokemon Yellow, and of course, I adored it. And when Pokemon Gold and Silver were coming out, I remember just having this overwhelming feeling when I played for the first time, and it was at night, and it was nighttime, and I was so yes. excited. I was like, "Man, it's nighttime in real life and in the game." And I saw. Uh, a I, I, I always had that kind of feeling with Animal Crossing as well. Yeah. It's like it's like. But it's the like thing was, I, right I remember like the first Pokemon I saw was a Hoot Hoot and a Spinarak, and I was mm-hmm. like. Oh, these are Pokemon I've never seen before. Peekaboo! I was I was overwhelmed. I was like, so excited, mm-hmm. and so the reason I chose red and blue with gold and silver though is because kind of like what I did with them. Uh, well, yeah, animal. they they kind of need to be together to really appreciate how great of a sequel gold and silver are. Yeah, um, you know, probably one of the best sequels. Oh, yeah, it's ever. incredible because when you're playing through it, it's already a pretty you know pretty fun game, and it, it's about as long as the first one. And you're like, yeah. oh, okay, you know, I get a lot of play out of this, and then you get the amazing. Surprise! That at the end, you get to go play through all of the region from the previous game. <laughs> that was so cool. Yeah, <laughs> that was unheard of. You it know? was like it was like they got finished developing the game and then like compressing all the stuff and like making it like they it worked. And then they realized, yeah, they realized they had like a whole. No, they they have like, I mean, l- like less than half of the space left. And then so they just. Yeah, um, they included all of it. They, they shoved just, that game in there. So, and the game takes place three years after the first one. So you actually get references to what happened to your character in the first game, and yeah, and then you um, go to the top of Mount Silver and fight yeah, Red. Yeah, you actually fight uh, Red, who's Red, who's the it's generic like, yeah, version like of the first Red game character. Slash Ash, because yeah. he's got he's got a Pikachu. He's got Ash's lineup. He's, yeah. you know, he's got Pikachu, Charizard, Charizard Blastoise, Venusaur, uh, Snorlax, and um, um, what was the other one he has? It wasn't a Dragonite, was it? No, it's not a Dragonite. Um, oh shoot, Wolvie, this is a trivia thing we should know. Mr. Mime. No, it was uh, it was something obscure, but uh, Arcanine, maybe. No, I don't think it was Arcanine. It wasn't another fire it type. Was a Tauros. No, <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember, but it, we can look way. it up later. I have a guidebook for yeah. Pokemon Red or uh, Gold and Silver as well. Yeah, um, but yeah, you get to you get to face you know your character from the first game essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, which as your final boss, which is actually a really tough battle. Yeah, they're all like level eighty or yeah, something. Yeah, it's, it's insane. And, and in those games, the only way to like, like if you've battled everybody in the overworld, is you have to go back to the elite four and just battle the elite four over and over and over again. Yeah. To, to, to like, level grind. To level up, yeah. Because it's it, you have to really grind. Yeah, that's what um, makes those games hard. Yeah. Um, it now. does. But, you know, it was also the first game they introduced shinies and like, yeah, so I I just there was so much nostalgia to Gold and Silver. And because it was a great sequel to Red and Blue and it built upon the things that made Red and Blue great. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's why Gold and Silver are still and I I say gold specifically, though, because that's what I had. Yeah, I I got it as an Easter present. I was so excited. 
I'll never forget playing. They have this silver, but so the battery's good. dead. I remember being so upset that I had to go to church instead of playing it right then. <laughs> I I know that feeling uh, really well. <laughs> like I'd it was in an Easter basket for me, and I was like, "Oh my gosh! Oh, oh my gosh, you guys, it's here!" Jeez, I was so oh. excited. And, I, and what's funny is I think it came out like in the fall. I don't remember when it came out. Um, but like I remember I remember yep, it being I mean, pretty it new but like I, I knew I had no chance of getting it until Easter mm. so but yeah it's weird if it came out the fall you I have no hope they don't buy me yeah. gifts gifts for Christmas <laughs> you know, no like I just I don't I knew that I wouldn't get it for Christmas but yeah. I got it I knew I would get it for Easter because my mom for some reason was had pity on me but I, I had I, I got Pokemon yellow in a Game Boy Color for Christmas one year mm-hmm. though and right when Pokemon Yellow came out, and I remember my cousin Adam being so jealous because he had red and blue, but he wanted yellow. Hmm. I got, so. for one Christmas, I got a Game Boy Advance SP. Uh, that was a good game, by the way. Good system. Yeah. Well, like the, the second SP. version, not the, yeah. not the first version, the SP. The one that's got the actual, like, is backlit, that's oh, not yeah. frontlit. Um, <laughs> but I got, I got that, and then I got Indiana Jones for the Game Boy Color. <laughs> <laughs> but then Bram got Pokemon Yellow, and I somehow managed to eventually trade him, and so then I got Pokemon Yellow. Um, I didn't trade him Indiana Jones; that would have been a terrible trade for him. Yeah, but I have both of those games now. So, all right, Michael, number four, uh, Fable Two. Oh, Fable Two, you game. love Fable. Yeah. It's a good game. It's the it's like the best way to describe it is it's one of the simplest RPGs you can play. Yeah. And sometimes a simple game can be the best. Yeah. You start out as a young boy or girl, depending on the sex you pick, and well, as you progress through the story, you grow up and become an elder, mm-hmm. which I always thought was cool. It was one of the most progressive games, Can't too. you get, like, like AIDS or something in that can, game? Yeah, if you have sex without a condom <laughs> in the game, you can get a disease. <laughs> Nothing happens. It's just in your status yeah. menu. Just, I, I think I played it's Fable 3, but, like, your friends Fable was pretty up. progressive, too. Like, they had, like, uh, they had same-sex marriage and stuff in it. And the morale like, in the game was phenomenal. Yeah. Like, you could end the game if you made a bunch of bad choices looking like a demon with horns, <laughs> and you had a dog, so your dog would be black with red eyes. <laughs> or if you were good, you'd have a little halo above your head. You would glow, hmm. and your dog would be, like, a golden retriever I would definitely end up with horns. If I play the game, what's funny is I, I always try to play games like, like I'm a good guy for a little while, and then I'm just like, yeah, I'm gonna kill everybody. Yeah, why not? And you're like psychosis breaks, and you're like, I always usually play through everybody. as a good character, and then I'll, the second time I play through, I'll play as a bad character, mm-hmm. which is always more fun because it's everything's ten times easier. You always get more money. Everyone's like yeah. dying left and right. That's why it's great that they had like Trevor in GTA. It's like you could like play as like a normal person, and then it was like then they switched, and you're like, okay, now yeah. I can be a freak. <laughs> Let's blow stuff up. <laughs> but then like it didn't like feel like wrong because you're like this dude's crazy. It would make sense. Yeah, that's yeah. funny though. All right, Wolfie, number I, three. I own Fable Two. I just oh. have never played it. You haven't played it? No, I've got it on have games. You played of any gold. of them? No, go play it. Fable. I'd start with Fable Two. Fable One you could skip. It's really really dated, but Fable Two still pretty much holds up. I might pick it up one day. Like I said, I've got like 300 games at this point on Xbox, mostly from just games with gold. (laughs) Do you have a hard drive, an added hard drive? I don't have it. No, I don't have anything. I don't have it all downloaded. Oh, great. One day, but. um, Let me know. So many games. I'll watch you play. You'll watch me play? That game's just so fun to watch. We should should do a live stream of it, like a Let's Play for Fable 2. That'd be fun. We we could do Let's Plays here and there. Let's do it. Okay. I'm done. Not on the Average Joe channel. That'd be weird, but. Yeah. (laughs) All right, we're number three, right? Um, number three, I have Pokemon Pearl. Um, another Pokemon game made the list. Yeah. Well, no, that's the first one. Well, okay, that's the second one, I guess technically. Um, 
Or no, I have four, I guess. Don't I? Yeah, yellow, leaf green, emerald, and then pearl. Um, pearl was one of those games that came out like um, what was I, I was in like seventh grade or so. So it's like that like period of time in your life that's like really like like shapes who you are as a person mm-hmm. because like that's like when you start going through puberty and it's like when like like um, you start getting to the point where everybody's not just your friend because you're all in the same class. It's like people yeah. develop like actual personalities. Um, um, and that was a game that but me, to adults, you all still look the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but me and Bram uh, and Ronan and my cousin Kanan and all of the, the dudes at church that I played games with, we, like we all had this game and like, like played it like the crap out of it like this. And then po- and, and, um, Mario Kart DS, we were just like, we were all constantly like playing these games together. Um, and it was like, like I had played leaf green and emerald and yellow, like a ton already at that point. But it was like, there was just something for me that was so special about Pokemon Pearl. And like, um, cause it was the, it was the first DS Pokemon game and it felt so open and it felt like there was like so many things I could do and go and talk to and like all, all kinds of like cool new Pokemon. And then like at the, at like towards the end of the Pokedex, there's all of these Pokemon that already existed, but that had like new, like new, like evolutions. So it was like, it was cool that I could see those Pokemon again and like turn them into like completely like new things. Um, and then, like, the post game was super fun with like that other Battle Frontier thing mm-hmm. and the other island and and like the million legendaries that you can catch in that game. <laughs> there's so um, many legendaries. They yeah. kind of they went overkill there, yeah, with the legendaries. Because so how, how many is it even legendary if they're that many? <laughs> is there what? Is it is it even legendary if there are that many legendaries? Sure. Well, I mean, because some of them funny. are legendary, some of them are mythic. Myth- mythic. Yeah. Um, God, what is it? Because there's is that the first one that Keldeo was introduced. No, that, that, that was black and white. That was black and white, yeah. Because there was Keldeo. like the three, was one of my favorite. There was the Pokemon. three spirits, then like the two box legendaries. Yep. Then Darkrai, Shaman, Arceus. I forgot Darkrai was um, Gen 4. Heatran, Giratina. <laughs> uh the 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 one that looks like a crescent moon. Manaphy, Phony. <laughs> so there's like, like thirteen moon. or fourteen. Uh, Cresselia, I think it was called something Cresselia. like that. Oh yeah, I forgot that was Gen yeah. Four. There's like 14 there legendaries a, see, in that 4 game. Gen Four was when I I had stopped playing after a little, uh, after Gen Three, and then mm-hmm. I came back during Gen Five, and I had to go back and play Gen Four before right before Gen Five came out. Yeah. So like I kind of missed Gen Four, so I kind of rushed through Gen Four. Yeah. Um, but it's like um, I had like a shiny Palkia thing because it was like the box the box legendary for the game. And, like, I put it on GTS to try to get a Munchlax because I really wanted a Munchlax. But then I got the Munchlax, and I then I immediately regretted what I had done. I was like, oh, my God, I got rid of the box legendary for a stupid Munchlax. Um, and then so, I like, I put something else up, and then I ended up with a shiny um, Palkia, which was probably fake. But at this point, I don't even have it. Yeah. Um, I have, Like, I have a shiny Mew that I guarantee is fake. I yeah. mean, it's got to be fake. <laughs> I have a shiny Mew. I don't think it's fake, though. Um I mean, oh, it's well, I think it probably is fake. I don't know if Mew's ever been shiny. I don't think Mew's ever been shiny. Well, that's all right. The game didn't see it as fake, so that's all yeah. that counts. Well, the, my, I don't know. I don't remember how you can tell. Uh, you can't transfer it to Pokemon Bank. Oh, it, I have it on Pokemon Bank, so. Then it's it's real as as it is, so. Because there was yeah. a bunch of uh, Pokemon. Because I remember you told me it was fake. You were like, oh, it's got to be fake. But I mean, it is on, fake. But it's on Pokemon Bank. Been, so. I know, but it, but it's like. 
I don't know. Sometimes they can't check everything. There's lots of Pokemon. Because yeah. I don't think Mew has ever been shiny. Yeah. And like some of some of the Pokemon, they're like shiny locked, so like you can they can never be shiny unless mm-hmm. it's like a special event. Um. Anyway, which I don't like event shinies because then it's not special. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But like I poured so much into that game, and like that was like the game that I brought every Pokemon from like Leaf Green and Emerald into that game. Um, so like after I beat the Elite Four, like I got all to see all of those Pokemon again and use them, um, and then like the Underground was really great, um, which was like this place you could go and like like it would like turn your your wireless multiplayer stuff on and then like friends could all run around in this like open area that was like under underneath the map mm-hmm. and like explore and build your base and stuff. Which because I was kind of late to the party, I didn't get yeah, to really you missed all that. Hopefully yeah. the remake that they will eventually make. Maybe. Um, we'll see if they actually do. I, I don't know if they could do a remake and skip underground, but so fingers crossed. Um, but then it was also sadly the Pokemon game that I lost at a football game at an Edgewood oh. football game. It fell out of my pocket because like an idiot, I put it in my chapstick pocket. And then when I went to go to, um, the concession stand, I noticed that I was missing the game. And then we searched all over like the ground and stuff. And then we like came back high school. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't high school yet. It been junior high. It would've, I would have been like in uh, seventh or eighth grade. Because um, you didn't go to Middletown Christian until high school, right? No, I went to Middletown Christian. Oh, all but kindergarten. Oh, um, I was just. We were just. My my parents wanted right, to go to an Edgewood game because they, that's where they went to school. Um, and like we came back the next day and like checked underneath the bleachers where we were like sitting and we checked everywhere and I was just like couldn't find it. Um. And it was the most <laughs> probably upsetting thing ever happened in my life. I'm I have I'm like sick to my stomach thinking about it for you. Right. Like I know that feeling because it's like it's like yeah like Pokemon that I had had from 2003 to 2008. Yeah. Um, or, or yeah, like some I, it was around that time. I think it was 2008 when I lost it. It's like oh, uh, it sucked so bad because <laughs> I was like oh, I can never get these back. Um, because it's like sure I could go and like like play through leaf green again and get another blastoise at level 100 but like mm. it's not quite the same yeah even though it's like it's like it's like a it's like a like a one kilobyte or not even that amount of data that i had just had so so much of an attachment to that i was just like gone and <laughs> like ah oh. <laughs> yeah man no but I've, I've gone back and played that game a couple times it's great um the uh what was the platinum is a better version mm-hmm. um, platinum was the first one i played of that group <sighs> platinum is great um but it's like pearl it's just the one that i have the connection mm-hmm. to uh, i'll stop gushing about my favorite <laughs> game. one of my favorite games all right. right number three for me uh i chose mass effect 2 mass effect 2 uh, mass effect 2 another game I haven't is played. <laughs> one of the greatest role-playing games ever made uh um, it's a bold statement incredible story incredible characters incredible choices all your choices feel like they have real weight to them um i didn't know that they could improve upon mass effect one i thought it was incredible already as a game and mass <laughs> you're effect like man i can't wait it. to play mass effect 2 where i drive across planets <laughs> <laughs> for, for for hours again um except for mass effect 3 well, it's not, not very good. I, <laughs> and I then Andromeda. Oof. I didn't play Andromeda. I gave up on it. I, I just like to go back and remember how That's okay great Mass Effect 2 was. Because EA half shut down that studio, so you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, basically, um, 
when it came to Mass Effect 2, every time I met a new character, I was enthralled and excited to learn about them. Did you have sex um, with every character? Uh, I did not recall, which okay. I did. <laughs> you um, don't recall. That's don't re- a lie. I don't recall. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, knows, he knows which one it was. <laughs> and it was the like rock-looking alien guy. The guy? The guy that kind of looks like a Goron. Yeah, that I definitely didn't do that. I don't, you can't. <laughs> you can romance dudes. You can. We well, can't rom- romance a a a, Cor- or a, oh. a Krogan. Oh, you I can't. thought you could romance everybody. No, you can't romance okay. a Krogan. There's only certain players you can romance. Uh, but this is the same studio that even did that did uh, Kotor. Oh, was it really? Yeah, it's the same studio. They, hmm. Like they weren't they weren't granted they need to step up to, their game. <laughs> well, they the last were not, game they put out was Anthem yeah, and then well, Andromeda. So. What happened? Well, it was like I mean, it was different people by then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so like, after, I think they weren't granted similar. a Kotor three, so they uh, moved on and they made Mass Effect. They were like, "Hey, what if we did our own sci-fi universe?" Mm-hmm. And I think Mass Effect was it even better. It was amazing. Um, I think the characters were incredible. Like I said, story was incredible. Um, replay value is there. Uh, I wish I right now you can only get Mass Effect one on Game Pass. I wish I could get <laughs> Mass Effect two on there. Is um, it on backwards compatible? Do you know? Uh, I don't know. I don't recall. I think it might. Be. It wasn't for a long time, but yeah. it might be now. So if it is, look it up. I'll have to go. play it again. I know. I I'd own, like to play it again. I have one of them. I don't remember which one it is. Uh, through games with gold, of course. Yeah, it's probably Mass Effect <laughs> um, One. Yeah, I, I, I just don't know. You should play through it. I, I will eventually. It. Sort of like I like I did with Dead Space, where I finally went and played it. Anyway, your your choices feel like they have real weight, and that's I think that's why I really liked it. Is and don't they like cross over to the other games? Well, they do. Yeah, yeah. So they have like a save file yeah. that pulls some that stuff from cool. it, which was one of the uh, first games to really do that. Probably. Um, yeah. Where all of your your choices in the first game matter to your choices in the second game, mm-hmm. and that kind of led the way to like games like Walking Dead and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, life is strange. Which Kotor did that though a little bit too, um, mm. not to the ex- extremity that Mass Effect did. Yeah, Kotor basically you could transfer over the file from the first game, and you would they would did reference like item they would reference Darth Revan and stuff, and they would reference but they would reference you know whether your character was male or female, hmm. um, all that stuff. So interesting. Uh, in some of the in whether or not you turn to the dark side or whether or not you turn to the light side. If not, they just go with whatever the canon yeah. version was. Um. So, yeah. Michael, number three. This one was actually a tough one. Shoot! Oh, God, uh-huh. there goes your expensive phone. It's got well, a case. What am I kidding? We all have super. We all have thousand dollar phones. <laughs> Hashtag humble brag. This one was uh, tough for me. Surprisingly, it was either Sleeping Dogs or what I actually picked, uh, True Crime New York City. Have either of you played that? No. I got True Crime in a GameCube that I bought at a. Um, like it was a, in the GameCube. Yeah, it was like, okay. <laughs> so, so I'll let you get your thing. No, you're um, fine. Um, but I, I had found a GameCube with the Game Boy Advance adapter on the bottom, mm-hmm. where oh, you could okay. like put a Game Boy Advance game in and then play it on the tv um the thing is though you need a disc which it didn't have the disc to be able to play it um but for some reason true crime was inside of the gamecube was it true crime la or new york i I think it was was new york i think it was new york um and i played a little bit of it and this was like only like maybe like six years ago i was like this game's awful (laughs) what is this game (laughs) and so i just like ended up and i didn't have a case for it so i just ended up just sitting all the time i might have thrown it away at this point but well the crazy thing is sleeping dog was actually supposed to be the third like in that little franchise but then Mm -hmm. the studio got shut down so sleeping dogs got turned into its own like uh like seven years ago or so 
Yeah, I think something like that. Right. I think I, I played I played part of it. I never got to finish it. But what made uh, the New York City so unique is uh, <coughs> you could you got to pick which cases you went after. Like you had like five major cases, and then it opened the, up the last one. And of course, there was a good or bad ending depending on how you played. And each case you did within those little missions, they had like four or five different endings on how hmm. you did everything. And another cool fact they did was um, <coughs> you could go to a dojo and learn different fighting styles. And once you bought them and mastered them, you could switch through them while you played the game. Hmm. So if you're fighting one of the criminals and they have like a brawl fighting style, you could do like a Taekwondo one, which would beat theirs. And hmm. if you had the same fighting style or a different one, they could end up blocking all your attacks. So you had to learn all the different fighting styles. That's while actually you pretty cool. clever. That's pretty cool. It was pretty cool for the time. Either that or you, jump, you just jump back and you shoot them instead. And then Christopher Walken was in the game as an oh, FBI agent. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. When they started like You're going to enjoy like, this game. God, <laughs> he was pretty cool. <laughs> but of course, it got shut down just like Fable did. All the games yeah. I like, the studios end up getting shut down. Well, that's what happens. All right, Wolfie number two. Number two is Legend of Zelda: Wind Waker. It's a really good game. It's a really good, really game. good game. Um, so I've got I've got a story like with every game. <laughs> Um, We're running low on time. I know, I know, I know. I'm trying to hurry. This is going to be a long episode. (laughs) Um, No, no, 20 questions this week. Oh yeah. Um, But so, so I got the game from my aunt when she got married, uh, my dad's sister, Um, and because I was like in her wedding, so she like got me a gift and then got, um, oh Charlie, he got her her husband's uh, youngest brother like a gift for being in the wedding and. she had bought us a. She was she was the one that bought us a GameCube that got Sunshine and and Ty and all mm-hmm. those uh, and Luigi's Mansion and stuff. Um, and so she bought. She gave me Legend of Zelda: Wind Waker, um, and my, I guess he's my cousin, um, got Kirby's Air Ride, and I was I I remember being super upset. I was like, I don't know what this game is, but I didn't want it. I really wanted Kirby's Air Ride because like I'd seen commercials for it and stuff, and like I hadn't seen any commercials for Wind Waker. And I was like, I was like, Ugh, maybe I should trade with him. But then I was just like, it just ended up not. Um, and then for like whatever reason, I didn't get to play it that night. But Ronan did. I think it was before he was able to go to school um, or something. And then he's like, he's like, this game's really good. Like when I woke up in the morning. And then so like that was like a game that that we both like played so much of. And like, like he would like play and I would watch and then I would play and he would watch. And um we even have some tapes, like some uh, VHSC tapes that we had had. There was other things on there, like birthday parties and stuff when we were a lot younger that like we like recorded over <laughs> that we just like put it up on the couch and then like filmed us playing Legend of Zelda. Let's play before Let's Play. Yeah, well, it would have been just, yeah, right about before Let's Play because it would have been like in. I think that was probably 2006 or something that we were doing. I mean, that. Wind Waker just you know, it came out in like 2004 or something like that. Um, no, it came out earlier than that. 2003. I was thinking it was 2002. Um, but it was like much later because we because we had gotten stuck on a part like most kids do. <laughs> You're right. It was 2002. It was December oh, of 2002. So, so I was close. I, I remember because I remember in 2003 like seeing it everywhere. Yeah, That's yeah. why. Um, yeah. But it's like we spent, like like we we played that game a bunch, and then like we just like we're like we would get stuck, and we're like guess we'll restart. <laughs> um, and it's a game that we just loved playing, and like it was so like such like a big game, at least like to us at that point. Um, 
and you're just like sailing in the open seas and finding all these different item, uh, islands and items and stuff. Oh, yeah. um, and like it was probably, I mean, it was the, the first Zelda game that I'd played, um, which is weird. My parents never bought, um, we had a Super Nintendo, but they never had bought Link to the Past, which I would have loved the crap out of, which I still haven't even finished. Maybe they just now. didn't think you were smart enough to play it. I don't. I think they didn't. I think they probably didn't think they were smart enough to play. I'm it. just kidding, dude. Um, um, but um, Wolfie's like, I don't think your jokes about me are funny. No, I didn't mean to. I was, I was mostly making a joke for Michael because thought Michael would think it was funny. Jeez. I did. Um, you smiled. But yeah. it was a, just, a, just a game that we loved a lot. And then, then they did. They did the um, Michael and I are just going to hold hands. Okay. Then they they did the HD remaster for Wind Waker or for um, <laughs> for Wii U. Which is the reason that I bought a Wii U um, to play that again, and Those it was a lot of fun. So warm. I know your hands are so cold. I know I'm freezing. <laughs> um, the HD one is really good though for for Wii U. If you ever find a Wii U for cheap <laughs> to pick it up, but um, yeah, I love that game. Oh, I accidentally deleted my list. Oh my god, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know what the last two are, so I was like, okay. Well, Joe, what's your missing number two? Red Dead Redemption. Hey. Oh, I forgot to put that Such on. Such a good game. Um, I think the moment that sold it for me with Red Dead Redemption, I'll make it quick. Because um, everybody knows it's a good game. <laughs> but uh, the most memorable moment is uh, when I thought I'd beat the game, and they say you have to go to Mexico, oh. and you cross over the border, and the song by Jose Gonzalez starts playing called So Far Away, and it is such a cool moment. Hmm. It's so well-timed. Per- I mean... And it, it actually it, it got me into Jose Gonzalez as a musician too, and his band Junip. Um, but I love like, I love games like that that use music. Yeah, as such as like a, a bigger tool. Yeah. yeah, and that is uh, that's really why I, I love that game so much. Is I that moment just felt so epic to me. I felt like a freaking real cowboy. Yeah, and um, you know it stuck with me. It had a lot of replay value. I played a lot of it online. Um, I made some really interesting, you know, Xbox friends online <laughs> playing Red Dead Redemption. Um, and then the zombie you know. DLC came out. So, yeah, I, I didn't play on Dead Nightmare. I never See, did. That's, that's the only one thing that Bram played because he played. That's actually really fun. Yeah, that's what he said. He said he said he couldn't stand Red Dead, but then he played Undead Nightmare and that's the one that he loved. <laughs> I thought that was kind of interesting. Well, Undead um, Nightmare kind of like gives you all the weapons and everything from the get go. You don't have to go through like everything. So yeah. it like starts you off like go crazy. All right, Michael, number two Jack Three. Jack Three. It's the perfect blend of platforming and action. The first one was just a platformer, the second one turned into a GTA futuristic clone, which people were kind of upset about. And okay. then three was like the perfect combination of all of them. Hmm. Jack 3 and God of War 3, I always say, are like the best endings to a franchise. Like, they had a goal. They set it out. They didn't want to make more than they needed to. And yeah. the story ended perfectly, I thought. Still waiting for Naughty Dog to make a remake, <laughs> but they're still on those uh, zombie games. Jeez. Um, I get Jack and Daxter mixed with... Um, Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. They're... Well, Ratchet and Clank has like 18 games, and they still yeah. make them. And Jack 3, like, came out. That was the... No, Ten now, years hold on, ago. now I'm thinking of Sly. <laughs> Shoot. I think Sly only had like three. Yeah, hold on. Ratchet and Clank's the one that just keeps going. I don't remember what, hold on. I don't remember what Jack and Daxter is then. Jack and... You play like the elf guy with the little rat on your shoulder. That doesn't help. Oh, yes it does. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, there were so many of those games that came out like, all at the one same of the time. Funniest sidekicks ever in gaming. Hmm. He's just hilarious. There were so many of those like like tag team paired platformers that came out all at the same time because mm-hmm. it was like Jack and Daxter, um, Ratchet, and Clank, Ratchet and Clank, Sly. Uh, I mean, uh, I don't think Banjo Sly- and Kazooie. Yeah, Banjo and Kazooie came came first. Oh, wait, I yeah, think Sly that's where that kind of came from. There's a lot of like. Um, what are they call like mascot platformers. It Some was good. I mean, confused. you have your futuristic flying cars. You have your uh, what's it called? Uh, desert vehicles with wheels. You have a hoverboard, guns. I mean, anything mm. you can think of that game threw at you. Plus, if you got really angry, you turned into like evil Jack and had all these powers. Oh shoot! <laughs> yeah, that's Jack three. All right, all right. Number one. Number. <laughs> Number one. Um. Is one of the best games ever made, um, arguably the best game ever made. And Debatable. That's, it's not. I'm, well, I don't know. <laughs> um, it's Super Mario World. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's like it's like either it's like it's always neck and neck for Super Mario Brothers three and Super Mario World is like Wolfie's gonna the hate best my game ever. Oh, I never Am played I? that one, so I don't know. I'll oh take God, it's so it. good. Wolfie's gonna hate my choice. Um, uh-uh. is it gonna be Super Mario World three? No. Okay. I don't, I don't know why I'm gonna hate it um but that was like that's like um l- like legitimately the first game I ever played was Super Mario World um <laughs> Shannon's like talking to the baby upstairs um <laughs> uh, uh but uh cause like f- my dad had like bought a Super Nintendo like on the way home for him and my mom like out of like nowhere like they, they had no plan it was just like one day he came home with one in that game. And then it was like the first game that I ended up playing when I was born. And the first game Bram and Ronan both played um, a game, you know, like that I go back and I play through the whole thing like every year. Um, Cause it like it, the game feels so good. The game looks so good. Um, the music is just incredible. Um, um, I don't know what else I can say. It's good. It's the best and i just like I, I constantly am going back to it and it's like it's like i've been playing mario maker 2 and like my favorite levels to play on that are always just trying to find like a super mario world like themed version um and it's a game that i'm just gonna keep playing for the rest of my life because <laughs> it's great and for like a first game to ever play in your life it's a pretty dang good first game um and i think it kind of like like i don't know it means a lot to me, and I like it. I have it framed. Uh, right. Let's see what Joe's is now. Number one okay. for me. Wolfie's going to hate this because it's on the N64. He already hates it because it's on the N64. A game that has people have been trying to emulate for years. Gex the Gecko. <laughs> a game <laughs> that still has yet to make a superior story and a superior piece of nostalgia. Rogue Squadron. <laughs> Legend of Zelda. Ocarina of Time. Oh, Ocarina's okay. Yeah. Just okay. Wolfie thinks it's just okay. Ocarina's he just hates fine. that it's in 64. I mean, I, I played the 3D version. On the 3DS. Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time is an incredible story. It calls back to all the nostalgia of riding around on that freaking horse. <laughs> and all the ridiculousness within the world. Uh, particularly, one of the memories that I'm most fond of is the nightmares that the laughing guys in the village 
Oh, the spider dudes? No, no, the two guys, the laughing, uh, the guy in the blue shirt and the guy in the red shirt that they look identical and they were constantly oh, laughing called... to each other. Um, my cousin. <laughs> That's what they looked at. Was... They go, they go. <laughs> my uh, cousin was terrified of them. Oh my god! And she had nightmares about them. Kids are always terrified of the dumbest oh, yeah. things in video games. And, and it it made my day. That was the that was the thing that I loved most about it. I think. Um, <laughs> just the two laughing just dudes. Those two laughing. What the frick? No. Uh, it, Legend of Zelda really inspired my uh, love for fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, it uh, you know it it predated my love of like Lord of the Rings and things like that. Um, you know the it, specifically, I remember how much I loved playing as kid link. And then when I become adult link, it freaked me the crap out because I'll never forget that feeling of coming out of Hyrule temple and seeing the Redeads for the first time. Oh God. Um, and how this once happy fun place, one of my favorite places in the game was mm. now this horrible, you know, completely destroyed place. Yeah. You know, that, that still sticks with me. Like I, I still run away from Redeads when I play that game. Hmm. I still, I, I still like, ah, I don't want to be near him. <laughs> Get away from me. <laughs> They're Majora's Mask as well. Um, if you put a mask on, then they don't grab you. Yeah, Majora's Mask was fine. Majora's Mask I like better than Ocarina of Time. Well, you're wrong. It's okay. I'm not you're, wrong you're because be that wrong. is my opinion of the game. <laughs> you're allowed to be wrong. It's okay. Um, Ocarina of Time number one. Yeah, I never played it on Nintendo 64. It might be the only good Nintendo 64 game because they remade it and it holds up perfectly fine. It does still hold up. Um, It's such a good game. I think it was the the third game that I bought for 3DS because it was... I bought the 3DS for Animal Crossing New Leaf and then I got Splinter Cell Chaos Theory 3D, which is a terrible game. (laughs) It's not a very good game. (laughs) Um, Game control's so weird. Yeah. Um, And then... um, and then I bought Ocarina of Time 3D and I played through that because like I had never gotten a chance to like actually play through the whole thing. And it was a lot of fun. I think the only thing that they really changed was they added like a color scheme to the water dungeon or the water temple so that uh, yeah, you'll get I lost as well. 3D, so yeah, that um, the freaking water temple, man. <laughs> but the, um, and then they also added gyro aiming, which helped yeah. so much for that game. That was a lot of gyro aiming for games is the best. All right, Michael. Um, Number one for and Michael. I, and then I played Majora's Mask, oh. and I enjoyed it a lot better than I did Ocarina of Time. But that's just, it's a different game. Yeah, it is. They're, yeah. they're totally different. Different stories and everything. Like, I, I just preferred the Ocarina of Time story. Also, the the you, we talked about music as a storytelling element. Yeah. The music sticks with me. To this day, I still sing those melodies, man. Yeah. Like, they get stuck in my head. They're awesome. The way they implemented music as a puzzle piece mm-hmm. in the game was incredible. Michael, what is your number one? And I think I brought it up before a long time ago on this podcast, but Bully is my number oh, one game. Yeah. <laughs> it has a killer soundtrack. No other game is like it. There's no game where you play as a teenager going through school with a great story. It's a short game, too. Maybe it was because when the game came out, I was a new kid at a private school. Mm-hmm. And since you're a new kid at a private school, maybe that connected with me more. But yeah, it's just a game I can always go so back to and have a good time. No. Well, maybe a little bit. No, maybe you were a little bit. You did punch. I want you did punch Alex. Well, what, did he have it coming, or was it like? Well, he definitely had it coming. Okay, that's, that's not bullying. Bullying is like He was talking about a girl I was taking the prom. So you defended her honor, and I lost my temper. You defended her honor, but then her dad said I was too violent to take her anyway. So then <laughs> it was a uh, backfired on me. So all right, there we go. Here. We, we should have discussed that story with uh, the detective next week. Oh, shoot. Yeah, next week on the podcast, we are having a special guest. 
Detective Hiley. Detective Brandon Hiley from the Middletown Police Department. While we talk about Spider-Man. We're going to talk about, we're going to review the new Spider-Man Far From Home film. He is a huge Marvel fan and also the star of the Middletown Lip Sync video. Which I'll have to find another chair. We're almost to a one year, the I one guess year anniversary. you can sit on my side and we'll share a mic. Yeah, that's fine. Me and Michael share a mic. <laughs> Ooh. But you never heard Ooh. that one before. Oh, so uh, I saw Endgame with the extra footage. It's uh, not worth it. Yeah, I heard the extra footage. Is like you thought it was going to be worth it. It was an unfinished scene of Hulk, and they didn't finish the CGI, so he's just a walking like T post sculpture for really ten seconds. Then they do a little tribute to Stan Lee for like a minute or two, which is just like some behind the scenes that's stuff. That's not extra footage. And then, wait, that's, and then, that's a deleted scene. Those that's were the on two. The DVD. Then the last thing they showed was basically a preview of Spider-Man: Far From Home, where they meet Mysterio, which they would have probably put in regardless because. That's what they do at every. So that was it. It wasn't even twenty minutes. No, it was I just, was mad. It just a little bit of a bump so they could get past. Um, well, I still enjoyed watching the movie because yeah. this was only my third time watching it. Okay. So they could have just done a special re-release and they'd still bump past Avatar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like they would have been was, fine. It wasn't. I, I was think they really made, I don't upset. know if you. I don't know if DVD sales count. Not DVD sales. No, I'm talking about they would just see a simple re-release. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, yeah. They only need an Oscar season. And say, hey, beat. we're campaigning for the special effects Oscar. Yeah. Right. Yeah, <laughs> they got T-Pose Hulk going in. They That's really needed, disappointing. Uh, they only need like forty million to beat Avatar, so I'm yeah. sure they'll get that. Which, but which, they probably pissed it's like a lot hardly, of people It's off. hardly even like beating it because Disney th- owns like both. So either way, they win. <laughs> I took my dad and some of my family. And we just on us. as soon as the uh, new footage was shown, we just all looked over at each other like, that, "Was that it?" it that was sounds it. like it the worst terrible. thing you can do is to like insert a. It was still a good movie to watch. Not even a finished scene. Yeah. Like that's terrible. Was it like like the gray like stand-in thing? Like, like it didn't have the texture on it or anything. Like his lips weren't moving when he was talking. The funny thing was they the firefighter he was talking to was the cop from Die Hard, which was funny because in the movie they make a reference to Die Hard, mm. but it was an unfinished CGI of him, and it was like a maybe thirty second scene. Yikes. The Stan Lee was maybe a two minute scene, and then the advertisement for Far From Home was like a minute. That's really annoying. It was literally the scene where Mysterio's like, you don't want none of this. And then he blasts the element with his green power. And that huh. was it. And I was like, okay. I, I would have been really upset if I went I to was. the theater and gone to paid paid another yeah. $10 to go see an unfinished movie. That's yeah. why I use A-list so I don't have to pay not a sponsor. <laughs> so did we want to do trivia? No. No, we don't have We're time for that two hours, today. 10 minutes. So we will wait till next now week. Now you right. know what our favorite games are. I'm sorry I gushed a little bit more than you guys. <laughs> but if we would have all gushed, it would have been like a three-hour movie. I am definitely passionate about the games um, that I like. Hey, if you're watching love. on YouTube, comment below what your top ten of yeah. all time are, please. You send us, send us um, something. Especially Rachel, because we know she comments every time. Send me a message on whatever. Tell me what your favorite game is. Um, yeah, Wolfie, we're going to find you. If you got any questions, play send those as well. To play a game for our new uh, gameplay channel you guys were talking about. <laughs> Jeez. Um, we're gonna go. Joe's gotta go pick up his wife. Um, yep. I think me and Michael probably play some Mario Maker. Oh, I've actually never mind. I've gotta go to Target, so maybe we'll do that after. <laughs> but um, thanks for listening. I hope this wasn't boring. I'm sure it was <laughs> to hear just a bunch of people talk about their favorite games. But where can we find you, Wolfie? You can find me at uh, Hayden Wolfie on everything. You can find me at JW Cox Official. Please follow our Average Joe Films uh, account on Instagram and Facebook, and you can subscribe on YouTube. Yeah, and it's MV- MVP Mike eighty one on pretty much everything. And you can find Shannon at Shannon Callahan. She was here for a second. Yep. If you're a boy, she's a pretty girl. There you go. You can. But she's taken. Pretty girls. She's definitely taken by Wolfie's brother. She's got a beautiful little little chunk of a baby. Um. 
I thought he was going to say a beautiful boyfriend. I was like, oh, okay. Ronan's pretty beautiful. Yeah. Ronan's um, good looking. You can quote me. It's a good thing Ronan was sleeping and he couldn't join in on the discussion because it would have been this even would be longer. a nine hour podcast. Well, we also have a lot of the same same favorite games, I think. So it wouldn't have been too bad. Um, maybe we'll get him another time. I'll, we'll have I'll have a bonus episode just with Ronan about his favorite games. Don't forget to visit our Patreon yeah. where you can. Join the club and help us make things like this, make movies, and make content for you to enjoy and for us to look stupid. Yep. <laughs> and to talk for two hours about video games that we love. Yes. Um, Pay us to listen to Wolfie talk about video that'll games. That'll be it today. <laughs> um, I, had, <laughs> I had another thing I was going to bring up. Maybe I'll just bring it up next week. Uh, okay. Because it was just an interesting little news story that I came across and I was like, oh, I've got to tell Joe about this. This is nuts. And then I was like, I'll just wait until Joe on the podcast. That'll make it more interesting. And then oh, it doesn't even, we don't get never to it. So. Hey, we'll get to hear Detective Hiley's uh, view on it next week. Oh, too. my God. That'd be pretty good. All right. All right. All right. Peace out. See ya. Thanks for listening. Bye.